Welcome back, everybody. As we return to a party resting very peacefully here in the town of Thrushmore. Uh, certainly an incredible improvement from the accommodations that you have experienced over the last week, week and a half. It feels difficult to even think back and like, contextualize your time in Briarstone Asylum with everything that was happening. Certainly, looking at the stress gauge here, things are much, much better than they were. As only one of your number. Yeah, actually, it's odd that struggling a little bit <laughs> here at the moment. Why is it? Why is your so high? Because he was at nine. During oh that gosh, final that's battle. right. When we all got he the was, come down, he... he was very close and to I've breaking as well as you did. Two of them. Well, you picked the bad one to fail. Just sounds like your problem. I passed <laughs> the bad one. Just oh, roll better. You, actually. you did. I passed the bad one, but. As we come back in here to a small cottage near the shores of a massive lake, the far side of which you still at no point have seen. Who do we have for possibly the first time in your entire memory, sleeping peacefully through the night in a warm bed? You're in a weird seat. We'll put you on the spot. We'll start here. It's not a warm bed, it's the floor. Yeah, but oh. you got blankets. It's like, got I blankets mean. Blankets and pillows. Um, we have MD, um, six foot eight, muscle bound orc, who's just a brute of a man. Um, he's a rogue, covered in scarred, ritualistic scarring tattoos. And he's just here to protect the gnome, I guess, at this point. Well, it's just because I think it will provide his comedic value. Jump to the other side first. So over here, you've got six foot four Trey Huglum, the hobgoblin frontline fighter, with what I assume was a hero point. Not exactly, but we'll get to it in a moment. The frontline fighter, and um, both of us waking up on the floor because we gave, I believe it was Cammy and Easy the beds. The beds. How I got a bed all to myself. I dragged dragged him to the main room, and then I crashed in the hallway. There's no reason I shouldn't have had to share it. And so, he's sleeping in a small bedroom all to herself. Even the bedroom is small. Curled up like a little Labrador puppy. (laughs) Last and at least physically very much least (laughs) of our party here. We have Cammy. A three foot two gnome. <laughs> two of you standing on top of each other would get to Trey and be a few inches off of MD. That is true. <laughs> gnome, which, uh, uh, uh <laughs> possibly insane, maybe shouldn't have been let out of the asylum, maybe should be promptly thrown back into some facility, but here and rear in to go with a little blue. Lizard. We have. Describe the lizard. This is just such Describe a hilarious party we have right now. We have <coughs> the tiny child and the two 
gigantic hulking what bodyguards. Six foot eight, six foot four. Mm-hmm. Both. Two, three foot two. Strength you build. forgot one. <laughs> yeah, we are both strength builds. Three We're both strong builds. people. Three very She's strong She's the strongest boys. one in the party. I Probably. have the most muscles. You, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. count them. One, two. One on each arm. <laughs> One your, on your arm just arm. goes down. <laughs> <laughs> it moves one way. You don't have the rest of the muscles. All you can do is bend your elbow, and everything else just kind of flops. <laughs> There's blue right there. Wiggles like a noodle. Aw, there he is. From Saiyan Fox 10 here, we have a wheel. Easy wasn't mad. He just went out for some air. Left a gift for you guys. It's been an incredibly stressful, literally all of your life that you can remember. But as the three of you awaken here in the morning, honestly, probably sometime a little later in the morning, the exhaustion of all of the events in Briarstone truly starting to catch up with you. It really is incredible how much peace and rehabilitation you can get from a true good night's sleep. You, in particular, MD, have, uh, I'd say been a little bit stressed. <laughs> Understandably. You all have. You're actually the only one at this table right now who hasn't yet been tested. But after a night like that, and the biggest problem that you had the previous day being a couple of goons trying to kick the crap out of your friend, <laughs> You're certainly going to be feeling very. He much loses three, and better. I don't get three. A wheel is what that was. <laughs> Fox. I'll put you Dang. down here near the bottom with everyone oh, else. Right. It's like three off. Hmm. Right. Beat us some goons. And you know this what? Is what for a wheel? Oh, you go to zero. You go to zero, boy. I'll wheel you to zero. Yeah. He's having a great day. Hmm. It's almost as if. That's gonna go up again. No, that's and probably be a fine. Thing um, again. So, <laughs> oh, fine. He did that yeah, so you don't break about immediately. It in a minute, but, huh. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna gain six stress immediately. <laughs> Three <laughs> of you just reverse it. Slowly awaken in this new place, comfortable, soft, and warm. What's, uh, what's that look like? How's your morning, friends? It's your first opportunity to not wake up in a hellscape trapped so within an you, asylum. You know when you wake up in the middle of the night and you mm-hmm. think you've overslept? That's exactly what MJ As soon as his eyes open, he's up and standing like... And you would immediately notice sunlight streaming in through the windows. It is it is not sunrise. <laughs> it's maybe an hour, maybe two hours past that by now. It's a deep breath from me. <sighs> hey, Trey, you awake? <laughs> this knock on Cammy's door. There is no way I am awake. Cammy <laughs> <laughs> is cuddled, <laughs> surrounded by a fortress of blankets. I'm gonna go check the main room where she's snoring. See if Marius is away. Hey, Marius, you in here? I'm looking around the room. the The cottage that you have is is decently well appointed and comfortable, but it's not particularly large. Uh, this main chamber, maybe only well the size of this very room. It'd be like 15 by 20. And a quick glance around would show nobody but the lumpy shape that is Huglum and Blankets 
kind of piled up where the center of a rug in the middle of the room you got a couch like <laughs> he walked in found first soft spot just flopped on the couch and the blankets I left <coughs> for Marius untouched they uh they would be there they look all but undisturbed yeah alrighty then maybe he's out for a morning walk um and then go knock on Easy's or hey Easy, you awake similar to Cammy's Absolutely no response at all. He's sleeping. Oh, oh he's sleeping. so eepy. He's eepy. Sleepy weepy. That's what they what call it. <laughs> like, at this point, like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> he's just standing in um, the hallway. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what I to guess do. <laughs> I'll just go get food. I don't need them for food. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. You uh, stride out into the morning light out into Thrushmore in pursuit of a place to find some kind of a breakfast. And you're okay. on one of the little outlying islands of this town. It's it's right by the docks, right by the shores, right by where there are a lot of various little food stalls and markets where you could find something for yourself. Yeah, get enough for me, get enough to bring back to everyone. Well, what are you getting? Um, what are you looking for? Just like literally the first thing I see that looks good. I have no memory of what I actually like to eat, so that's it's fair. just that. It is a community that sustains itself largely on two things. It's, I mean, it's certainly big enough to have plenty of trade coming through, but it is first and foremost a fishing village. That doesn't really lend itself super well to breakfast, but there is a lot of outlying farms and orchards around the town as well. So there would be plenty of just either straight fresh fruit and baked breads, uh, as well as some more intricate and appealing looking uh, pastries or danishes made as well. Yeah. It's, it's a big enough town that like, again, it's several thousand people. It's not nothing. Donuts. How do they have danishes? Do they have Very donuts? easily. You bake the bread and then you make jam and you put jam in the middle. And that's On Galarians. Similarly, similarly <laughs> um, they could make donuts, of course. Probably, honestly, yes. why not? Yes. I just grabbed literally just a bunch of food, money, Money. We have a bunch of money from. He meant DZ. to say donuts. You've, you've got yeah. You've, you've found a bunch of uh, Clades cash. <laughs> that you can carry oh, yeah. With you. Yeah. And so, pocket you've change. You've got some random pocket change for breakfast. Yeah. And by the time you circle around, maybe twenty minutes later, thirty minutes later, back into this cottage you're sharing, uh, finally it would seem that Cammy and Trey are starting to stir from their endless stupor here. Just Kimmy would emerge from her room like with a little like blanket <laughs> wrapped around. <laughs> Babushka. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of like yellow, like the sleepies that get in the corner of your eye. The <laughs> most uncute thing you can possibly okay, think yeah, of. Okay, yeah, not a little babushka, just like the, cursed, the cursed tiny hag. <laughs> no, it's still a babushka. It's just a, a red bit, cap in disguise. It's a little crusty. Just shove a crusty. piece of bread in her face. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and around the corner as well. Just roll onto the floor. <laughs> you would hear a thud. I can smell it. <laughs> literally, literally the smell of, bre of breakfast and lunch coming in the building <laughs> is enough to raise you from your slumber. It's strange. Yeah, we're brunching right we're now. We're brunching, baby. That's oh what we're out of this. Is, we're out this of the is the asylum? kind of things you we're get fancy. when you're not trapped in a hell asylum. I, you get brunch. This is the best day of our life. Brunching. Brunching. It feels 
somewhat strange to wake up and not immediately fear for your life or stress about what you're going to have to do or what wing of this maze you're going to have to poke into or what monsters might hide behind it. This is just... I don't immediately put my armor on. Yeah. You don't need to. MD walked around with a dirty shirt. <laughs> you're in the comfort of your home. Well, the hardest somebody's home it. and it's yeah. used for now. The hardest decision we've made so far today is breakfast. And only I you had to make that, that decision. <laughs> I didn't even make that decision. I chose it all. <laughs> so, at a point, after you've eaten a bit, freshened up some against a nice little cottage, and Galarian is not so far back that we're beyond plumbing. Like You have sinks and a tub. There's running water. You have the ability to clean yourselves up properly. Still, Easy has not emerged from his room, nor is there any sign of Marius. I'm going to go pound on Easy's door. Hey, Easy, it's time to wake up. No response. Is he even in there? I'm opening the door. I'll drag him out of bed. You would look into a room that looks uh, much like Cammy's did, of course. Two similar little bed chambers. The sheets on the bed, having kind of fallen to the side, half on the bed, half on the floor, uh, as if he had maybe need to get up in the night for something. But you all slept pretty soundly. You're not sure if a door opening would have awoken you. But he too certainly appears to be gone. Um, he's missing. What? Ah, uh, easy. He's not here. How much, <laughs> how much you want to bet there at the Sleepless Society? Would they, would they and, go uh, without us? Good news. Maybe. From Magus Plains, Trey. <gasps> I get a card. For you. Pass that on down. Read me the title and flavor text if you want. Fluid motion. Nothing will stand in my way. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> that <sounds pretty. laughs> that's oh no, good. it does. That sounds pretty tray to me. That'll work. <laughs> At worst, it's a reroll. Thank you again, Mag Explains. Oh, um, thank you. Why don't you make me a perception check, MD? That's actually a pretty good card right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the die plus Ooh. eight 23. is twenty-three. The twenty-three was you kind of step in the room and look. One yeah. person. You find a cat. <laughs> <laughs> he like he turned into a cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! The, uh, <laughs> decent, I mean, it's a fishing village. There are a decent There's amount a lot of, cats of cats just wandering around. That's like cats are almost borderline pests. That is, yeah, no. In this like period of town like this, they very much are. Like the docks and the warehouses are going to have a ton of just cats. You yeah. said we could all around. get cats. Well, you, you know what else? No, they no, have well, a ton I mean, of? you can pick them up. I don't think you'd be very happy about it, but like, <laughs> no, no, well, you, you no, know no, what no, else? No, there's I, a ton I, of in a fishing town. What? Rats. Also rats. That's. We could like, all get rats. You could absolutely get rats. That's They're how we get the cat. One rat and one cat each. It is uh, definitely a time before we had really. I mean, even in the modern era, we haven't really figured out the pest control thing. Cats. But these, you would walking through, even walking down towards the pier, you would have seen probably a dozen cats. Uh, in the eaves and the shadows behind buildings wandering around and you certainly would have seen almost certainly would have seen more than a couple of rats scampering in the dark holes and places I the hear them scratching around there's it's a, it's a thing that there is but you look into this room 
One person out for the morning, whatever, you did that. They could very well have woken up and then you would have been missing too. But you went out, you did your thing, you came back quickly. You just, strikes you as odd. They wouldn't do the same. Two of them, if you've been up for probably at least, well, you haven't cleaned up and everything, an hour if not longer now, you're starting to feel like something might not be right. So you look around the room. You look at the bed. You look at Easy's meager things that he's just caught kind of set uh, on some tables and dressers around his bowless violin on the table near the side of his bed. And you look at the window right next to the bed. It's closed just like you left it, just like all the rest of the windows in the building. But you just notice a set of little scrapes in the paint of the windowsill like something was shoved underneath it. <sighs> Can we get one day? Um, I think Easy might have got kidnapped. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, he's left all his all of his stuff here, including his violin. He loves that violin. He would he would go nowhere without it. And Marius hasn't come back inside at all, for as far as I know. He went out last night when we were betting down. Notably, Marius, most of his things would be gone. Whereas Kevin's violin and everything are all here. Marius, wherever he is, seems to have taken his bow, his sword, his dagger, his armor. Oh, I hope he's not getting himself in trouble. So... I think it was that same group from yesterday. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, there wasn't even a sound that well. I slept so hard, I thought it was dead. Um, let's get our things together and we'll poke around. Um, see if we can't figure anything out. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm already together, so... Um, I just grabbed the war razor. Let's get dressed. I grabbed the, the power of costumes. We could literally have this suit up scene. I love it. Mine's stuck. Mine's really far. We'll away. pretend you put yours on. I know. I'm not over there. And it's also not, pretty hard to put on while you're sitting in a chair. It is very hard to put on. <laughs> but you just gotta get something like this. No, M MD actually doesn't even put on the breastplates. Fair enough. He's not super duper concerned just yet. Um, I'm gonna while they're suiting up. I'm gonna. <laughs> Go outside and walk around to that window. Anime and take transformation. A is it is it like dirt on the yes. outside? Uh, it would be fairly soft, loamy soil outside the window. Um, but it's less being able to see something in this situation and more being able to understand and parse what you were seeing. Especially um, through all the cat prints. There would certainly be like footprints, but I mean the building's pretty close to a footpath, so that's not weird. Yeah, uh, I would need a survival check to understand what you're looking at outside. Oh man, I'm also trained in this. I almost was a 20, it's a two. Oh, two is almost 20, yeah, that's real close. I saw it hit the 20 and then it's a... Um, Pictures. Yeah. The 19 to the one special. Yeah. So it's a seven total. <laughs> there are footprints. Oh my god. There's, de there's definitely footprints out here, but like you, you definitely can't tell if that's just people walking by. I mean, surely some of this would might have had something to do with what you saw in the windowsill, but you have no idea what you're looking at. My professional opinion, there's people who've walked by this windowsill. After you two... What would we do without you? 
not know. You two, Cammy and Trey, are dressed up. When you come around, you would find MD uh, looking down outside the window, contemplatively. Why? Would you like? If you two would also like to roll survival checks, you could point and be like, "Yeah, look all these feet." What'd you do? I am crooked. You had, a, you had a 12. Way. Yeah, you want to not get run over by the Malachite. All right, cool. I, lost my... I got a one. Not a natural one. I got a <laughs> two. <laughs> and I have hey, a minus one. Negative oh one. my god. <laughs> Wisdom flaw. Hey. It's survival. I got 12 on the die. That's okay. 19. 19. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> we lost the one guy who's doing hey. this. Kobe, that's true. That is Marius. He's literally a ranger. Uh... Trey and MD are both okay. looking at this, <laughs> seemingly getting into a, a slowly more heated argument about the insane conclusions they're drawing from the things <laughs> that they're seeing before them. So uh, a rat shapeshifted into into a man and snuck into the window, right? That's no, what's happening. This is one of those doppelgangers. A doppelganger. I thought yeah. we killed all we killed all those back no, in the we asylum. Left one. We left. Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Deadman's come back for us. It's revealed his ploy. This was his play the whole time. Cammy kind of just pushes between them, looking down, and you're seeing this is this is something. It's not admittedly, it's not super obvious, uh, but you're seeing a very different story here. It looks like a set of footprints that looks like they were wearing. Uh, fairly standard leather boots. There's nothing remarkable about the footprints themselves. That said, they are fairly small. Um, they're probably still like adult human sized, but on like the smaller end of that. Came up to the window, and you can see from one slightly deeper depression outside the window, it looks like they lifted themselves in. Then you see that same pair and another little bit bigger with no shoes on at all just barefoot come out didn't give him time to put his shoes on that's rude he's got muddy toes it's gonna be unfortunate oh so when it gets between the toes it's all squishy when they they came outside and it looks at first almost like there was a bit of a scuffle because it looks like the unshoed foot, which is safe assumption, is almost certainly easy, was thrown up against the outside of the building. But then there's nothing more after that. And then you see a wider, formless kind of depression right at that same point where he was pushed back and another right next to it. It looks like both of them sat there possibly for a while before they walked off and their feet mix with the rest of everyone that passed by. Are you telling me Easy met with a lover? That is exactly what I'm telling yes, you. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Got escorted out at knife point. <laughs> I, mean, I don't judge. Hey, we don't see we, any knife prints. <laughs> like, you don't see. That's fair. You don't know about the knife. <laughs> it's reasonable. It's a meta. It's a fair point. Well, at least he has someone in town. <laughs> it's a knife. So he's probably not in any danger, right? Uh, he was clearly a. Uh, <sighs> 
I mean, <laughs> listen, somebody came inside. Yeah. Um, oh, I bet. Got him. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Um, Are you going to be okay? Oh, that, um, was, that was too good. I couldn't Got help him it. out of the window and then uh, threw him up against the wall. Yeah, as some people do, yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. No, I see how this came out now. I, I, it's not and then it. they, I'm it. I did not see it from the objective. And then they hit the ground <laughs> for a while. <laughs> why are you? I know. I wait, know. See how this why are you yelling? Out. You let her lead the narrative. This always happens. I'm saying what you said. <laughs> Easy <laughs> was thrown up against the wall, and then both parties hit the floor, no. and there was first. a scuffle of something. <laughs> no, first someone came inside, then he was thrown against the wall, and then there was a scuffle on the ground. I, no, I, I don't know how this man okay. does okay. it. Okay. <laughs> He's very, he's, I, he's, I guess women like <laughs> normal okay. looking guys. Saying, it looked like there was a scuffle because he got thrown up against the wall. Like that's not met, better. Like, someone being accosted. That's like it looks looks so like Izzy a fight. Was thrown up but, against the wall, and after that happened, <laughs> a scuffle ensued. That's what I mean. Let's run with this. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligence no, 10. No, because he was thrown up against the wall, there was Wisdom a eight. scuffle. Intelligence oh, 10. Lord, what happened? Wisdom 10. <laughs> I think, here's what, here's here's my take. I think that he has a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I And she was super excited to see him again. I guess so. <laughs> she, she broke into the window, obviously, because she was afraid that we had taken him. Cause look, look at I'm in. Well, I'm um, yeah. yeah. Okay, just kind of hide him. Or in the well, and we don't know how he got thrown into the asylum. Maybe she did it. Maybe she's mm -hmm. like, "What are you doing out here?" But then their passion. Or <laughs> yeah, that could be they, one they're, thing. They're or still so in love. Or maybe he just disappeared overnight when they took him to the asylum, and she didn't know. She he was so he excited her. to leave. He didn't even put his shoes on. I know. I just can't <laughs> believe she didn't come in and say hi. You could have introduced yourself to us. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. This is how well, you this would think so he's probably his wife showed back up. He would be like, Guys, when anyone ever gives you, I'm GMing my first game, what advice do you have? And they say the players are not going to take things how you meant it. This is what they're talking about. I, don't know what to tell I you want you to so, remember this scene. So. Exactly what you said to me. So we show, we don't have to worry about him, right? He's probably okay. And I guess he's with his wife, a girlfriend, yeah. maybe a fiance. A lover, and, oh, yeah. Maybe a, I mean, a, he a wouldn't lover? remember a lover. if he had one. That's true. He might remember now. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. He might have or a kid. He could have a kid. He could have three. He's We're building a, Easy's life out right now. Kid. You no, guys are just writing Easy fanfic. He would be a, be a great dad. Two, two penny, two penny fanfic. Let's add it to the pile. Of the Easy's library. a classic girl dad. You know exactly what I'm talking about. He's a he real is. ladies' man. He is. He is you a saw girl dad. the whole tavern cheering for him. Dad. He'd be great yep. at it. So we don't have to worry about him. Marius, on the other hand, he he's missing completely. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know why that. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> He's I asking about the um, cemetery to the artist dude. Um, oh, so he could probably well, go check actually, out the then maybe we have some theories, but not necessarily why he didn't come back. Oh, no, I know. I think, yeah, I think we all understand. I, think, I might have a, I think we a bit of a ghoulish of, idea. Like, uh, address the elephant in the room. There's no elephant in the room. Not in anymore. In fact, we're outside. 
And so. Blue, you, you feel little <laughs> tiny hands on your on your cheek for a moment, MD. And Blue just kind of shimmers into existence with one hand wide and just puts it over your mouth. And just... Just like... Grab Blue. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm over here. I can do that now. <laughs> this is great. I'm going to get full credit. I'm going to get like... Full credit. Full credit. <laughs> full marks. And he just looks at Cammy. It, it was a joke. Y- yes, it was a joke. It was a bad joke, yes. Okay, okay, hold on. So we're going to do two. I always forget which one. So it's two for yes and one for no. Um, but I don't know what the question was. He told me no. Oh, yeah. Oh, he told you no. Yeah, well, he, he did it twice, so. No, he did once, and then he did once. Oh, no, no. No, no. He said no, and, and then I said it was a joke. You. Yes, see, that's what he did. He said no, no. <laughs> <And then he's laughs> we communicate great. <laughs> well, then, we should probably go look for him. I think we have a good idea where he might he's be. He's got a house. That's probably where they're at. No, no, no. Not easy. We're not worried about easy. We're worried about Mars. Oh, okay, yeah. no, fair enough. Anyone would figure out what Marius actually was. And, and he had be... all his stuff is missing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Easy Most s- of his stuff, yeah. Just make sure we lock up better than this window is locked. Did um, we take him off? Is he is he leaving? Possibly. I, I mean I hate to say it, he's a little bit of a liability. But we still like him. So He helped us get out of there. If he decides to leave on his own, he decides to leave on his own. There's nothing we can hold him here for. I mean, a lot of us. But I would hope he would say something. A lot of us would be considered like a liability in some fashion. Um, But we're all still like we're a group, so we're not going to just like we're not going to ditch somebody because. Oh, we're not going to ditch him. No, 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 no. But if he wants to leave. Yeah, but if he wants to leave, he's welcome to. I'm not going to hold him here. Are you about to throw a temper tantrum? Speaking of liability, I just don't. I don't like. <laughs> hey, I don't like. A, I, I don't know. I don't like tossing around that word. We're just. Uh, we, we'll fi- let's go find him. Let's go, go find him. him. Well, let's go, go figure out. Cemetery or sleepless society first. Well, the this is a reminder of the layout of the town. The cottage that you are staying in is the Cemet- property yeah. of the church. Cemetery the church is, is right literally there. right there. Like you could, you could see. Yeah. You don't. You don't think you walk. It's like. 20 yards yeah. across the street. But Sleepless Society is also lost. not that Sleeper far Society away. is not far. It is across a bridge and uh, down the road into town. Um, it is... He could just be oh, there. We, it is... Yeah, we file a missing persons report. That's true. That is more like a couple hundred yards down the road. It's not far either. But uh, you are literally right next to the chapel. This is the closest building to the chapel. He, you think he went into the church? The cemetery I, would be certainly like out back and, and fenced in, but it's not a fence that keeps people out. It's just if, like decorative. all the decorative fence, yeah. If he's got like what he's got going on is what we think he has going on. Could he go into a church? Oh, I'm sure he could go into okay. a church. There's nothing it's just whether him. or not the people inside the church recognize what's going on. They could immediately smite it's him. Not, it's not like vampires or something. But it's not Winter like... didn't notice, so I think he's okay for now. That's true. That's a very good point. And Winter's very perceptive and a very smart woman. Yes. I wonder what happened to those ghouls, the ones that were left. Probably dead. Probably dead, but maybe they ran off. Hopefully. Um, Undead. But Thank you. 
Well, as you guys head off towards the chapel, the cemetery, what are you all doing? What chapel. are you focusing on? What are you doing exploration? Chapel. I'm seeking. I'm the most obvious, straightforward thing. I'm looking you're, for You're any... looking for something or yeah. some sign of... I would imagine all three of us are looking. I'm okay. an investigative last. Oh. Okay. Two seekers. I got... That's where my skill set Two lies. seekers, one that's peeker. Yeah. <laughs> no, know your strengths. Know your strengths. Your strengths. You walk across the, uh, the road and are, are you... Going through the chapel, or are you just going straight to the cemetery? Probably chapel first to ask permission to go to the cemetery. Because there would be even visible from here in this little decorative fence, which you could literally just step over. Uh, there are plenty of gaps and small little trail pathways that lead into like different ranks of it. It's not again, it's not enclosed at all, uh, and it's at the back of the church. So if you're heading around to the front of the building, it is a one of the more grandiose structures in the town. It's one of the few multi-story buildings. It, the sleepless agency, uh, the main fish market, and then pretty much there's just the actual like guard citadel on the edge of town. And on the far opposite corner from you, on a, on a hill rise, you can see some of the larger noble estates in the distance. Everything else is single. What's the word for that? Is the word for single story house or single story building? Bungalow. Is that no. it? No. I feel like a that bungalow was... is a type of building. It Isn't can be single story. story? I thought that. Oh, fair yeah. enough. There's a word for it somewhere. Point is, not a lot of multi-story Bodega. buildings. Bodega. It's not that one either. No. It just, yeah, that's just a fun word, though. That <laughs> is a fun word. Thank you. Thank fun you. to say. Good. That's a $2 Bodega. word. Or Bodega. that's a $1 Bodega. word. Let's say that they're both. Uh, but the chapel is, <laughs> is both uh, fairly huts. large, but also... What, what might very well be the most intricately built structure in the city. Uh, the front of it is set with a pair of large windows, uh, one of which is just depicting almost like stained glass, but, well, tinted glass, I suppose. It's not colored. It's Some panes are a little darker than others, but just black or normal clear glass. A huge spiral, uh, almost stretched vertically to fit in the space of this window. And the other, a figure standing up, uh, hands at the side of a hooded head, palms upward, uh, floating above her, the small kind of geometric shape of an infant newborn, and below her, the skull of a corpse. Oh, this is pretty much a, a church of... Very... None of this iconography would be strange to you after spending a week with winter yeah, in the chapel and the asylum. They're very on the nose with how dark and foreboding they are. But And it is kind of gothic architecture, too. A lot of points, a lot of small little spires heading up to this, uh, this slanted roof above the whole thing. She's the goth queen. Some, she is kind of the, the goth queen, yeah. Uh, notably, because of these two big windows that seem to stretch almost the full face of the building. It must be both stories if it is two stories just inside. It's clear and apparent that there are no lights on inside the chapel. It is dark save for the sunlight coming in. And approaching the front door, you would find it locked. Okay, well that mixes the chapel. Well, well makes things easy. Um, just go out back. Yeah. I mean, who's going to yell at people visiting a graveyard anyways? If there's no one home, no one can yell. So you circle around to the backside of the building. Certainly, you are not the only people that have come through to the graveyard to pay respects or reminisce or whatever today. As you see another figure, uh, 
even as you're coming around before you're in the cemetery proper. On the quadrant of the cemetery that would be nearest to you, uh, kneeling down near a grave that at first looks to be extremely fresh, but as you've come closer, is still open. The figure, clad almost entirely in black with a uh, shawl over their shoulders, obscuring much of their figure, is kneeling down, clearly looking over something. And you get inside the boundaries of the cemetery close enough to see that it's a corpse. But it doesn't look like a corpse that's been buried long, nor does it look like a corpse that's prepared for burial. This looks like a very, very fresh body. Indeed, bl- bright red blood staining a lot of their clothing, clothing and the grass around them. As you approach, are you attempting to sneak up at all? On, or, or no. Because you're going to become near enough to this person. If you're just walking, they're, they're going to hear you. I'll probably make a greeting as we're approaching. Yeah, like no reason to sneak up on them. And they kind of start a little bit and sit up. And a face you recognize turns towards you. It is winter. Oh, good morning. Oh, wonderful. Day. What? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I certainly wasn't expecting to, to, to meet the group of you here. Um, We'll just point at the cabin. Yeah, we're next door. That's one of the, the chapel chambers, is it not? How um, we yes. help an artist that's the chapel... Commissioned and he. We uh, have jobs. Mr. He, Mr. Hasek. Yes. And Mr. Lelwyn Hasek. Yeah, and he says he's not using that building, so. He's working for him now, I guess. Hmm. So. Well, that's strange indeed that our patch should, should cross like this. I believe him to be the only one, well, with the keys to the chapel at the moment, so he can continue his work. Um. Lady Rants at the Sleepless Agency tells me that the priestess is missing. And there certainly seems to be nobody home. But I don't imagine that's what's brought you here. But I think I know what has. Um, and she turns back towards the uh, body on the ground. And she's got a couple of the books you'd recognize as her various holy books and tenets on the ground. And a few other items as well. Uh, and she picks up what looks like a fairly large stout sheath uh, clad on the outside with a lot of metal around it and the wide hilt of a flat dagger sticking out of it and she turns and holds it out to you and you would all recognize Marius's clan dagger take it well. I, I, I don't know what to make of this I came upon this morning hoping to meet Master Hasek here and ask him the state of the church or to be allowed inside. But I found this. And I fear whatever creature set upon this man may have found Marius as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And up, assuming you would have walked over as she's talking to you here, it's very clear what happened to this guy. And he got cooled on. It's exactly what you think it is. There was a beast. This man 
has clearly been shredded by uh, what looks like it looks like it does in fact look like a beast fangs and claws chunks ripped out of them did and you I need all of you to make me a stress check Oh, gosh. 17. Ooh, 16. 17, 16, 2. <coughs> I'll be in zero for a moment. Easy's eyes don't like me. Back up to 1. Those and goals I told you about, did you get all of them? I believe so. We went back into the rehabilitation wing where you said we would find them, and there they were. They, they offered no resistance. They, I felt like they'd come to terms with what had to be, but we haven't even, I know, have begun to ferry anyone else across from Briarstone Isle yet. That, that's what I was trying to do. If the priestess is missing, and apparently she was the only one that was overseeing this building for now, and the chapel lay abandoned, what better use would Phrasmacy fit than to house those that need shelter? I had hoped to put them here for now. All the refugees from Briarstone. There were three of them. One of them was pretty smart. Three? You didn't see a third? We counted two. How could they possibly have gotten back, though? How could they have made it to Briarstone? You think they, I, I suppose it's short enough that it's reasonable they could swim. Would have been starving by the time they got here. And this is... Very possibly one of the first places to make land. Water's like right there. It's right, right there. Yes, yeah. so you were. This this is on like the edge of the island. Like this this chapel goes out to just the almost to the water. The edge. It, it's not a beach on this island. It, it kind of drops down to the water. But this cemetery takes up most of that land space. I'm very definitely lying. Obviously, there were two ghouls in there. Yeah. Should I roll deception? Um. Or does she just kind of believe us at face value? I. You can roll it. I'm going to give you, like, a pretty easy DC because she is very inclined to believe you. This looks like a very clear-cut scene to her. And everything you've been through, she's pretty... Like, I wasn't even going to ask for it. She's pretty inclined to believe yeah. you. I just wanted to make sure, like, it's very clear. I'm aware. That's all. Yeah. There were two ghouls in there. I know. <laughs> what did we get there? Does it affect this? Not going to affect Okay. That. 17, so 24. You're, you're fine, yes. And if it is a ghoul attack, then you might want to perform extra special rites on this one. We saw plenty of people turn. If there's a ghoul loose in Thrushmore, we don't know if this is his only victim. Well, and we've seen how virulent the ghoul plague can be at Briarstone. A single ghoul left in a settlement can turn the whole thing. Well, it's a tide nigh unstoppable. You that might be believe where Marius me. went. Marius is hunting him down. He knows all too well what a ghoul, what ghoul fever can do. Can I see that knife again for a moment? Just hand it back to her. She takes it. That's... I know he favors the bow, but he uses the sum, does he not? He should uh, have an opportunity to defend himself. And she pulls the blade out. Uh, and it is pretty slicked with blood. So he must have fought it. And as she closes it back up, it goes to hand it back to you. She kind of stops for a second, and furrows her brow, and then pulls her hand back and turns back towards the body. 
and looks at the clan dagger and looks down at the body. And she kneels down and rolls the body up on its side. So where there is one wound that does definitely look a bit different from the rest. Much cleaner of a cut down on their side. And from also saying Fox 10 with a whoa. Winter looks at the wound, looks at the clan dagger, looks back at the wound. You don't think. I. She slowly pulls it out again. I don't know. Before we brought the group of you across, I had thought he did look somewhat ill, but even everything that you had been through, exhaustion was understandable. Was. Do you know if he was bitten? I mean, most of us were bitten. All of us were bitten. And she Barring takes a step. Easy. Well, not. <laughs> Cammy's immediately like making eyes like, do like all <laughs> of us. Cammy. And I believe. Son of ma'am. And she focuses, puts a hand up, and clasps her hand around her pendant, and you feel her start to channel some magic. And if you do anything. Nope. Uh, I her, uh, she's definitely I just, encanting a spell. I just put my hand on Cammy's shoulder. Just let her do it. Yeah. And as she does, what you felt a couple of times before, every one of her evening prayers back in the chapel, a sort of wave of energy washes off of her and across the group of you. I don't think any of you are injured at the moment, but whatever lingering pains you may still I have. I my, my leg when I was getting breakfast. Mm-hmm. He stubbed his toe. Healing magic removes lethal damage. It doesn't fix everything. Don't belittle so, him. He's, he's, no, but I mean, like, yeah. you guys have been very severely injured in the last two days. His toe really hurts. So even healing and resting, that's still gonna hurt. And you have that moment of relief mm. where that pain kind of dulls and subsides a bit wherever you feel it the most as this healing magic watches over you. As that magic comes out, you see Winter scan across all of you, kind of looking for something. We're fine. I understand your concerns. He flinched. When all of you came back from whatever hap- had happened, when you head up the north, and we, when you found Zandalus, when you, you brought us out of whatever had happened to Bryson Asylum, I cast that same magic and he flinched. I thought it odd. But I didn't. I didn't want to believe, and I thought, surely no, it's because he didn't feel what you feel. It's because it hurt him. Don't you have to die to become a ghoul? Doesn't that happen quickly? The plague it's, itself kills you, to my understanding. He hasn't died. It's been days. It itself is a form of death. It's. It takes men in their sleep between days or when they rest. Sometimes I'm the, transformation, the transformation is even visible. I've heard stories of people being able to watch it happen directly. Well, I don't understand how he could 
have transformed it all. Um, listen, you may have uh, thoughts that you saw him flinch, but I've been healing him this whole time, and he's fine. I am unfamiliar with your magic. I, I don't know from what source you pull or how your spellcraft works. Everyone's is some different. But this... And she just sort of gestures down to her pendant, the, the spiral of Phrasma, the same icon that's in the front window of the chapel. This is consecrated. It's holy. I am a vessel of the Grey Lady. I channel her will through me. His reaction to this, I should have seen it. And she just clenches it tightly and closes her eyes. I should have known. I should have said something. I shouldn't have dismissed it. I need you all to understand. Marius, however close he was with you, he's not himself anymore. And wherever he is, if you come across him again, if you find him, you must know what must be done. There cannot be a ghoul in Thrushmore. We cannot go through this again. Not after Briarstone. Not on this scale. Thousands of lives could be at stake. Cammy. If you see him, he is not Marius any longer. He is a, an evil, cruel thing. And he needs to find peace. You understand? She just sort of looks at Trey and MD. I understand. Same as we dealt with the others. Well. I'll at least see if there's a little bit of him left. Perhaps he can tell us what happened here. There might be two ghouls. Who knows? Perhaps if this is not his first victim. I... It's not, I suppose, impossible that this is somehow not what it looks like, and I pray, hope that it isn't. I mean, if he's truly turned, why didn't he attack Cammy while we slept? She's the smallest and the weakest out of all of us. He could have been attacked by this ghoul and lost his dagger. I don't know, that means the situation is better for him. Likely, likely means we'll find him in a similar scene somewhere else, but... Could he have been attacked and turned in one night? I don't know. It would be unlikely. He would have to have been killed outright. It's Again, it's a plague. It doesn't work that quickly. But I suppose it's not impossible. I don't claim to be an expert on all forms of undead and their virulence. Anyway... If you were came here seeking him, you're welcome to look over this as I have, but I'm afraid there's a little more you'll find. I've been trying to make sense of this most of the morning. I'll take a look at it. I'll take this news to Lady Ransom, Sleepless Agency. We'll be heading over there as soon as we're done here. Very well. Lady Great Lady, favor your path. And be safe, still. Rushmore is... Not without its perils. More than I'd hoped, it seems. And uh, she would kind of nod to the group of you. 
pick up her couple of books and leave the cemetery. A group of you there with this fairly fresh kill. CSI Uslav. Here we go. Anyone wants to make a, uh, a medicine check? You're investigating, Cammy. so I mean, I guess it would be you that throws me this. I also uh, want to make one. I'll switch to investigating? Yeah. <laughs> 13 on the die, so dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, 15 on the die, so uh, 14. <laughs> <laughs> I love rolling negative He is definitely dead. Uh, but <laughs> the best deputy I ever had. <laughs> Cammy, looking through at this, it's, it's grim. For sure. This this body hasn't been here for longer than a day. In fact, probably half that. And looking at how the wounds have started to settle and congeal, the time kind of adds up. It's very possible that, in fact, likely he died in the night after the group of you had settled down in the cottage to go to sleep. The knife, the clan dagger that was given back to Trey does perfectly match the stab wound the guy's side and looking through blood and skin act and congeal differently post-mortem so with a 19 or dirty 20 even you can tell that was the wound that killed him now what's really impressive is he used a bludgeoning weapon to deal that damage it's got a point it's personal bludgeoning is it yeah i thought it was bludgeoning only personal bludgeoning ah. that was the wound that killed him it's the Claw scratches are mostly superficial, and the chunks that were ripped out of him were done after he was already dead. Okay, so... I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious, but I mean... I can... I can... uh, How do we frame a different ghoul? No... Lying to winter in the shadow of a church feels very sacrilegious to me. It's not my church. It's her church. I am part of a cult. Yes, you are. Not yet discovered, but... As you're still seeking MD, you would notice a couple of other things. The one grave that you had seen that looked fresh is about half dug, uh, with a pile of dirt just kind of scattered around it. It wasn't done with any sort of uh, particular system. It was just take dirt and get it out of the way. Uh, and it wasn't exhumed in shape. The A chunk of it, just kind of a round, almost pit, was dug down about a foot and a half before it stopped. Uh, make me a perception check to see if there's any more. 18 on the die for 26 absolutely, total. Absolutely a 26 total. Uh, it will be clear to you that it wasn't really dug well (laughs) or with tools uh this was done by hand you can see some little marks where hands had ripped through the dirt and just sort of been shoveling it aside someone was it looks like well human ish dwarfy sized hands had been tunneling down you would also notice uh with that 26 something that winter had missed and that was that in this little hole sort of covered in a veneer of dirt it looks like it was dropped in there and since this earth was pretty fresh it kind of hit and knocked up enough dirt to half cover it is a black metal key 
on a little ring. And this body that Cammy's looking over has got a matching loop on the belt that looks like it connected to, but the ring on the end of this key looks like it broke. Toss it up to Cammy. Oh. Mm, so, Barius is probably digging this hole. I don't know. It's done by hand. I don't think any self-respecting member of society would be grave digging. It doesn't look like there's much else here at the scene to look at, save for a lantern that looks like it was dropped on the ground um, at some point. Winter had brought it over in the pile with the rest of the things, uh, but you can clearly see it had dropped and knocked over, and there's a little sear mark in the grass where the little flame of the lantern had singed a bit before it sputtered out. It's a decent enough oil lantern, so it didn't like spill all over the cemetery or anything. Looks like it was just dropped in a scuffle. Hmm. I wonder what that goes to. So the theory is Marius came out here to dig a hole to get a corpse. Yeah. Nightman saw him scuffle. Dead Nightman, Marius got dinner. Yeah, but is that a church key or something else? I don't know. Well, I'm not we a have key a church. Well, you could try the key. Is there a back door to the church? Mm-hmm. Would be several, actually. Uh, it's a fairly big building. It looks like it's, it's not even just one. It's got several different points. It's clearly got like a main large chapel base, but it has a rectangular wing. And then near the back, off, uh, almost to the side of the cemetery, there's a rounded section as well. Uh, there'll be a couple of one big set of doors that lead out back here and uh, one smaller door off to the side on the back of this wing. It looks like a service entrance. That small key would fit the service door on the back of the chapel. Mm. Before we walk off, does he have anything else of note? Not really. Uh, he is wearing a fairly plain gear uh, and didn't seem to have. Yeah, like not taking anything, but just looking over just, him. Yeah, and just as, as a note, it's MD, I kind of just put him back on his back and try to cross his arm. I'm sure Rigor Mortis is already starting to set in at this point, but I just try to get him in a pose that's decent, barring the chunks of flesh missing. Like, at least let him rest in death. Did Winter take the dagger? She gave it back. She gave it to you me. It. Okay, I have it. good. We're not leaving that there. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. So, oh. yeah, he's a member of the church. <sighs> Great. Let's yeah. take a look inside. Maybe he's in there. Yeah. Well, if you go into this service door here, it would lead into what's a kind of a storage janitorial area. In there, there would, ironically, actually be a couple of shovels, rain jackets, sets of boots, a bunch of trowels and uh, various wooden beams of very clearly specific lengths, Uh, a bunch of planks, hammers and nails, uh, carpentry tools. It is a storage and maintenance section in the back of the church that the story goes straight into. Uh, There would also be a small cot and desk in one corner of this. A little bit of it that's kind of sectioned off, not entirely by a bit of a curtain. Uh, Not looking like it's a permanent residence, but a place that somebody could stay overnight or could rest if needed. Great. Marius, you in here? No response. Can we go deeper into there the There are church? doors that would lead deeper into the church, so if you wanted to look through... Yeah, just quick going through, creepy. just yelling for it's it. A, church, empty churches are really It's a creepy. big, empty Ferasman church, and it's a fairly large one, too. So 
completely dark, save for whatever light you would be bringing with you. Two of you have got dark vision. Your gnomes aren't dark, but you're low light, right? You need low light. Yes. It wouldn't be as bad, I suppose, for you two. But Cammy is playing a horror game here. Creeping <laughs> <laughs> through a pitch black Perezmin church with nothing but a lantern or a torch or whatever you have in your hand. You could take some time. It's a fairly large building. It would take you at least like an hour to look through. There's... I don't even need to be thorough. Just going yeah, no, through you're not the being main super and thorough, yelling. Like, okay, fair I, enough. I don't need to search everything. So you're just trying to walk through the main areas and just yell for Mario's yeah. response. Fair enough. Okay, well, much quicker then. Even still, maybe like 15 or so minutes. Yeah. yeah because it is. it has this big main sanctuary. Uh, there is an infirmary on the side that is this uh, rounded thing. This wing here is both service and also an entire cloister that looks like it's got space for a dozen priests and uh, clergymen to stay and live entirely on site. Uh, the main body of the thing, of course, being a massive chapel uh, that is as ornate on the inside as it is the out. The main body that's two stories tall is not two different levels. It is one huge open space that does have a large upper walkway ringing around all of the front half of it uh, that connects into a couple of smaller what look almost like confessionals and offices and storage and smaller worship spaces around the sides. It would be absolutely unsettling <laughs> to walk through, even with the bright light of the morning streaming into the windows outside as it just looks normal enough to feel so off. Where's the scaffolding? But there, there would be some scaffolding set in uh, near the front end that would be up on that raised ledge where Hasek is starting to work on. Uh, it's, it's not like a ceiling fresco. It's yeah. up above the walkway on the upper parts of the walls that he's uh, seeming, seemingly started to work on so far. He's not painting Michelangelo's ceiling here. <laughs> it's not quite that fancy. But at no point would you receive any response to your calls. No telling where he is then. So he killed a man and ran away. Looks like it. Great. Cami, make me You're investigating still a society or a religion check. I'm investigating. You did, I just assumed you switched back. You said no, investigating? Yeah. Okay, you can do it too. I just you said, figured you were doing it for a second for that. And then society back or religion? Society or religion. Um, well, I'll tell you, one of those has a modifier. Well, they both have a modifier. <laughs> I've got religion for you. That's okay. a 19 on the die, 26. Wow, okay. I got yeah. a 20 total. 30, 20, and a 26. Both of you would be able to tell that this church clearly is way bigger than it needs to be, uh, especially in the cloister. Uh, it's apparent to you that it has a lot of it has not been used for a very long time. Uh, but it looks like about nobody has been in here for a week or two, as there is no signs of people moving through. There's a lot of, you know from winter, a lot of just daily uh, feasances and piety that is done. And the pulpit hasn't been touched. There is a layer of dust across all of the, like their sermon books and their tables uh, up at the far end of the altar. The altar itself hasn't been tended to in a week, maybe two. But 
even before that, what might have been years of this having a very small skeleton staff. Alright, well, I'm creeped um, out being in this church. Can we leave? Yeah. yeah. Winter said that the priest was missing. There's Nobody's been in here for, like, weeks. Mm. We can worry about that at the Sleepless Society. We should probably really get to the Sleepless Society. Okay. Um, we Let's have go a, to the Sleepless Society. We have at least one inquiry. Fair enough. Oh, we have, like, three How sitting right here. Right? Who are you? Who are you? Who am I? <laughs> Three big questions for our detective <laughs> friends. Well, it also wouldn't be a bad like idea to, to figure out who Easy's wife is. Yes. At least figure out where his home is. If he has any kids. I can't believe that he hasn't come to find us yet. I know. I, he would have been happy to introduce us to his wife. Yeah. So that sounds like at least four questions then. Yeah. Four plus, depending on how you want to find out the Easy inquiries. It's <laughs> a bunch. Oh. I'm sure it's a folder and then three separate questions Fair besides the folder. I'm sure the group of you are absolutely perfectly happy getting out of this chapel as fast as physically possible because it just feels weird, especially with MD, as you would point out in the graveyard, lying about Marius to winter, literally in the yard of Verasmin Chapel. I learned I have a little bit of a conscience. You can like feel the eye of God on you in here. <laughs> it's really, it's not like kind of a spirally feeling. Hey, you know what I don't channel my powers from? Phrasma. <laughs> so, not the, my problem. The group of you head outside and onto the main road into town. Thrushmore, during the mornings, is fairly bustling. Again, it's a fishing village. Especially on this end of the town, where most of the docks and the piers are. There is a lot that has to be done, believe it or not to manage even just a scant number of fishing ships and warehouses, managing the logistics of not just keeping everything supplied and moving, but also stored, readied for use or readied for shipment, depending on what it is they're doing. It is what employs most of Threshmore. So a big chunk of the town's couple thousand people are active on the south end of town where you're coming from during the mornings. That does not mean it's crowded, especially because you're not actually going onto the docks and the piers. And none of the city's docks and piers are particularly large. None of them could really fit, like, a three-masted trade vessel that's fishing dinghies and small transports exclusively. I'm going to whip up a child beast for Cammy. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going that far. Across the bridge, back to the mainland onto almost like a peninsula that extends out from Thrushmore towards this bridge, walking up the length of it, and that pretty much heads directly towards this big sleepless building. It's got a both a sign and a large fresco up near its top of the agency's emblem, which is fittingly, but also somewhat uncomfortably, just a huge unblinking eye. We've already dealt with oh. this. It's nothing. <laughs> Sat on the front of this building. Talk to one of those. It's stylized and angular enough. It's not like realistic. It's stylized and angular enough to not look horrifyingly off-putting. It could be way... I, don't, I, just look, at, I look at Trey with him. It could be way creepier. Put some teeth in the pupil. Yeah. I'll get him. Now what would be more impressive is if it was a blinking sign. 
Uh-huh. Impressive or just worse? Well, it's sleepless. Just, oh, down down. just... I guess you could, yeah, if you just had it kind of like slowly going costly, it looked really More like impressive it is carnival cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It that follows make it less you. creepy for sure. They could do that if they just carved it in a little bit. Yeah. Because then it would just look from whatever angle like it's looking at you. I'll see, we should suggest that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we got a suggestion let's box. Go into, let's go talk to the lady at the front desk. The group of you comment for her. approach from the front. And while this building is also two stories, it's much, much smaller than the chapel. It is a uh, almost as just as tall as it is wide, seemingly not having been afforded a lot of usable space on the small little kind of grassy knoll that is built atop, raising it up even further among the buildings around it than it otherwise would be. Uh, up at the front, there is a single door frame on a simple porch with a uh, sign sat onto the wall right next to it. Mysteries unraveled, spells dissolved. Lost ones found and mysteries solved, inquire within. Do they have like times it's when they're open? Twice. Will day, eight to five. Right, I'm just gonna see if they're open. Quick knock on the door. Very shortly after, the door would open to reveal a uh, a small woman with uh, silver hair and a relatively round face. Two twin braids just kind of hanging down, framing her face. She looks quite young. Uh, Regards to the fact that her hair is is almost stark white, kind of standing sort of at odds with that. This isn't also a gnome, is it? No, it's a human woman. She okay. just looks like a, a younger human You're just woman, describing maybe. a gray-haired cami. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, kind of, her, her braids are sort of up front, so it's it's, it's more of a frame to come around the back, uh, and she is, but, but otherwise, yeah, it's not super far off, honestly. Oh. <laughs> uh, she would open the door, and even as she's, <laughs> as she's opening the door, already... Uh, already saying, welcome to... And then she'd see the group of you and her eyes are wide and she would shut the door. Really? Please. Um, one moment, please. You'd hear through the door. Uh-uh. Wait a minute. No, no. And then... Nothing. I will sit out here all day long and scare off all your customers. You the doorknob turns slowly, and it opens just a little crack at this face, still just kind of standing in there, peeking out the three of you. Um, we brought a smaller you as a peace offering. Uh-huh. We're not offering, Cammy. We're here because Winter told us to come by. Priestess Klexa. Winter. You yeah. with her? I assume that's her last name. Sure. We call it winner. Why? We have questions. Like a lot Point of questions. Point at the sign. Are you, are have, you not open right now? Is do you have hours? We're, we, no, we're, we're, we are open. Why'd you surely, close the door in our face? Because That's it's my first you. Question. What do you mean? Why? It's you. Who? What could you be possibly coming here for other than to cause trouble, Brick? Hey, we I found just, someone who knows I just you. I behind me. I know all of you. You know more than we do. Unfortunately. Well, here's the here's well, the, here's hey, the joke. Here's the joke. That's Trey. That's Cami. I'm MD. We have no idea who we are. That's the joke. Nonsense. Uh, com- 
I pull out my patient file and just hand it to her. Slip it to the crack. And she'll take it and close the door a little bit as she looks down at it. And she like doesn't latch it but closes it because she's both hands that can open the phone like yep. this. Just waiting patiently. It's good weather we're having today, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, no, no clouds, no sign of rain. Plenty of cats. Kind of slides, open, slides open again. A lot of cats. There's, another one. There's way more cats than I thought they were going to be That's why here. you were sent to Briarstone Asylum? <laughs> You're telling me? Great, great detective work. She, she works every penny. Holds it back to the door. Thank you. I... Look, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I, I, I don't know if I fully believe this. But the papers do look legitimate. Um, We've got more files if you want to read them. I'll have to ask Lady Rents and see her opinion. I'm not allowing you through the door here without her explicit permission. So please give me a moment to rouse her. You want to take my file with you? And she shuts the door. <laughs> and she's a peach, huh? We have like a game we can play. Do you like, we pick up cards we'll anyway? play uh, rock, paper, scissors. We could pick up Cammy and toss her back and forth. That I, I don't like fun. that game. <laughs> pick I up like Cammy. Just pick Let's up Cammy. Let's circle back to rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> After what <laughs> well, feels like a very long game, of, game of rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, game of rock, paper, scissors. We're Couple playing tic-tac-toe on the doorstep in the dirt. Ah, game oh, What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Our minds are that scene. The three-way. Oh, my gosh. It's, it, it's, it, the prophecy has come true. <laughs> Game's over before it even it's, began. It's a, it's a foretelling the party will self-destruct. <laughs> We're oh willing gosh. to frame someone else to protect the ghoul teammate. I think this party will self-destruct eventually. <laughs> the door opens again. I, I fully agree with you. And you, <coughs> you see, as she looks out, she, her, her eyes keep kind of glancing towards MD specifically. Sitting on the ground and playing rock paper. She does. Yeah. <laughs> so are you sitting on the ground playing rock paper? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sitting. I'm full. Shows the door. Looks down at the group. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Again. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they swapped. I stayed the same. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Well, <clears throat> Lady Rents is curious enough to have agreed to see you. Um, please. I'm taking you at your word. Don't cause any trouble. Okay. She's looking very pointedly at Brick when she says that. What kind of trouble are we talking about? I don't know. Breaking stuff. Any. Hurting people. And she just sort of winces at that. Okay, I've hurt, people. I've hurt people in the past. Yeah, I think he was fishing for information. Nice. Yeah. Steps back and opens the door. Come inside then. Thank you. Just walk on in. Duck to the door. Is that initiative? <laughs> There's 16 dudes in here. Fuck, there's just a dude with a shotgun just <laughs> waiting. <laughs> As you walk into the Sleepless Agency, a place that's well, got some people at least a little familiar with some, if not all of you, we may get more answers than we were hoping for in here. But first, we're going to take our midstream break. We're going to stand up, stretch our legs, get some drinks, and spend a couple of minutes readying ourselves for what unknown things are to come. We've had the wheel and the woe coming through so far today. Thank you, Saiyan Fox 10, for both of those. And now that's a problem for future Marius to deal with. 
But when we come back, we've got something very interesting right in front of us. Don't go too far, everybody. BRB. Welcome back, everybody. As we left off, our heroes were heading into the sleepless agency. There's Rushmore. a man with a shotgun. A detective agency that <laughs> does not seem to be super open to receiving. There's a woman with whom you guys specifically. MD seems to have an undesirable history. <laughs> I'm I'm used to it. Bad breakup. Before Bad we reputation. head over the threshold and into the building here. Let's quickly get a refresher on, well, who exactly we're following inside. Oh, me? Um, I, <laughs> Let me pull out my paperwork. I was about to take a note down of bad reception for MD. I'm playing MD, six foot eight, orc rogue, muscle bound brute, who's ready to break nothing. Good save. Good save. Good, good pivot. Good, 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 good. I play Cami, an itty bitty gnomish witch. Uh, who is controlled by an insatiable force of chaos. Um, Accurate. Yep. Honestly. <laughs> Howdy, I'm Derp, and I play Trey the Hobgoblin Frontliner. I smash. Why are you so quiet? You got super quiet. I can't even it's hear you. It's very serious. Did I? My man's voice is playing all the way back down. Oh. Here. He was well, yeah, reserved like, about his, like his tray activities. This is our inside voice stream. Well, uh, because we're going inside the sleep. Well, no, because I'm, so I'm just going to... We've got to use our inside you got to bring it down here real close to the mic and ASMR the rest it's of the stream. Sure it's I'm sure it is. I'm talking right here. So you cannot sleep? Let me hit you guys with the ASMR you stream You head time. into the sleepless agency. We're heading into the sleepless agency. And as you come inside... The first thing... She walked into my office like... <laughs> the first thing you walk into is a small little reception area. Uh, there are a couple of benches back against the inner wall and a uh, little quarter circle desk facing the door. Uh, it's surface stacked high with pens, papers, forms, and trays. And behind that trays. is... Almost... Where? Almost a... <laughs> Well, like a bullpen of sorts. Several sets of desks just kind of set back to back, filling up a lot of this small area uh, with one side of the room punctuated every now and then with a small door leading to other smaller offices or chambers within. It's space for what looks like maybe eight, ten uh, different workers to be sat at their desks working on various projects and pretty close quarters with each other. But at the moment, as you come in, you only see... Three figures. The woman who is leading you inside. Uh, one man sat at a desk just sort of near the middle of the bullpen by himself, leaning over the sort of half-circle glasses perched on his nose, looking down, copying or translating something. And another woman who is coming towards you uh, on her way out towards the door. And all three of these figures look massively different from each other. This younger silver-haired woman, almost childlike round face, these two braids down her face. The man sitting in his desk is wearing what looks almost like a costume, like a garish white shirt with that sort of frilled poofed collar that comes up around, not all the way up around the back, but just up around the front, pleated all the way down. Uh, 
with even in the somewhat subtle light of the lanterns in the room here you can see the glint of these studded cufflinks he has on looking like he belongs in a completely different dimension and the woman walking towards you nearly as tall as trey a uh, half elf with pointed ears going almost straight out to the sides like a goblin or a hobgoblin and very deep tanned skin her face punctuated with a litany of piercings across one of her eyebrows her nose across her lips both ears and bright visible like purple eyeshadow that wings out along her face and matching lipstick she is extremely visible kitted up with a fairly heavy leather armor and at least three different blades strapped across her body in different places packs slung across her shoulder and she walks by looks across the group of you raises an eyebrow and just looks down at the girl escorting, uh, <laughs> escorting all of you in here. Best of luck with that. And just heads straight out the door as the group of you come in. Hmm. Best of luck with that. Very good. Best of luck with that. Don't. Cammy, best behavior. Do you? <laughs> she stops and kind of turns around right at the edge of the bullpen here. Still at the end of this reception area. So. Hmm? You really don't. You don't remember anything. Why? You made up new names for yourselves? Why would we lie? A hu huge variety of reasons. Why would I even start? Uh, well, at the top of the list, what's number one? I'll let Lady Brent explain it, I suppose. If you speak true, she'll know. I just. Sorry. I. Why am I apologizing? I just, come on. And, you uh, seem like a nice girl. She sort of shuffles and turns around. You can, you can tell. She's more. Confused. Afraid is not really the right word. Definitely confused and very on edge. Like she's worried would be a good one. She's not like outright afraid, but she is very skittish around the group of you. She leads you. Hey, if they paid their taxes, they wouldn't be afraid of you. Across the bullpen uh, to a stairwell at the, at the back of the room that leads up to an upper hallway connecting a couple of offices. One of the doors has a brass plate Set outside it. Lady Sasadia rents. Private eye for hire. And as she walks up and knocks briefly on the door, not waiting for a response before just kind of opening it and then gesturing for the group of you to head inside. Right, Go on inside. in. It's a comfortable enough office. A large desk with a rug on the floor and two seats on a... One seat behind the desk, two in front of it, and another couple across the wall, one you could just grab and bring over. Sat behind the desk is a very severe-looking woman with a purple jacket, big old frown across her face, <laughs> and a uh, her black hair kind of brought up into a spiraling <clears throat> sort of bun up on the side of her head underneath a uh, well, fancy but fairly simple hat. She leans back in her chair look at the group of you as you come in hmm thank you very much Meg I'll take it from here close the door would you and uh the girl just kind of nods and shuts it and leaves you in the room alone with Lady Sadia Rents here how is this not a malevolence NPC? She <laughs> looks like she should suit would super she looks like she's in the roaring 20s or something she's Looks across the group of you for a moment as you enter. 
I'm not saying anything, not addressing you, not saying anything directly to you. What do you guys do? What do you say? Do you sit down? Do you sit down. Greetings. Pull the chair over. Sit down. Yeah, I'll sit. Do you, do you have any booster seats? He needs one. So Miss Meg tells me that the group of you have come in here claiming you don't have any memory of anything that's happened before. Well, I don't know quite how long, but she says you've made up separate names for yourselves even. Got a week? Amnesia said she took a peek at one of your files. Hand her mine. If two files. And she'll take them, just sort of lay them on the desk. She doesn't open them. I'm gonna need that back. I take it from your retire that you're a part of this as well. Uh yeah. Fair enough. Alright, I will admit I find myself in a bit of an odd situation here. We're fine with the group of you. You've caused me a lot of trouble in the past, and though you may not remember it, if that's true, it's certainly a bit strange to me that the first time things start to go a little south on your river, you come straight to me looking for help. We got told by Winter to come talk to you. Lady Klaska, so I've heard. If it's an Hi. inconvenience, we can go somewhere else. Highly recommended you. I've been working with her for some time. She disappeared as well. About the same time the group of you were shipped off to Briarstone Asylum, not terribly long after, hmm. if I recall the dates correctly. You want About a week ago? Full story, or you want the short and happy? Why don't you tell me what you do remember, and we can figure out where we want to go from there. What, was it actually like just a full week ago? It was probably about a week at this point that you guys had woken up in Briarstone. But we're, the, the collapse maybe a couple we're days only a that. week old. Yeah, just <laughs> from insane. there forward, I'll give her the rough synopsis of what yeah, happened. You can give her, is there anything that you are like intentionally not telling her? Because uh, I know you're not getting into super detail. You give her the general wing over. General like cult, crazy stuff. We're People here now. Forming, yeah, nightmares. Mm -hmm. We found our names. Mm -hmm. Like we no, nothing super detailed about anything. Just the short story what happened and she listens to all of this over however long you tell it probably like a 10 minutes kind of relatively emotionless just sort of watching uh looking over the grip of your faces at times and just taking it in well 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 strangely enough your story seems to coincide pretty well with what miss class has told me and the yellow you got the yellow on your, your pipe armor I see you've even gone through the effort of bringing in that pipe suit you made for yourself. I ain't got nothing better to wear right now. It's about as good a protection as it is a prop for your story. But I suppose I've got no direct reason not to believe it. As he's telling this story, and you're talking to Rance here, her face is pretty difficult to read. You're not entirely sure where she's at, but it's quite clear, obviously... She doesn't seem to think very fondly of the group of you. Cammy, what is your perception modifier? Um, it's a plus seven. Plus seven? Mm-hmm. Perception, you said? trying to read... Perception, yeah. Mm -hmm. She is trying to read Trey as you were kind of trying to get a grip on her. You are sort of stuck in a pretty small room three of you alone in a building that you don't know with a bunch of people that you don't know and the longer you sit here the answer you start to get but as Trey talks and as she listens at the end of his story regardless of her demeanor you feel like 
she's probably got clearly got her reasons for treating mm. you the way that she does but you don't feel like she means you any harm mm. not she's got a gun under the table <laughs> pointed Cammy's right at Cammy's a little paranoid <laughs> <laughs> You hear something drop back into my pocket, you know? <laughs> you do definitely feel like regardless of what happens here, you're not going to get her to trust you. And you, in the same token, probably shouldn't trust her. You don't feel like she has any immediate, hmm, okay. like, you're not going to open that door and there's going to be a firing squad waiting for you. But you get the feeling that she would very possibly take the chance to dispose of the group of you if she got it. Mm -hmm. Alright. Hmm. So you really don't remember a damn thing. Hey, you can start you by remember telling being us. Brick, Huglum, and Edelmay? Not even a little bit. I know the file says is what my name was. Your story and Miss Glasgow's also tell me that there should be a couple more of you. You were also wor working with Mr. Stonka and you had Mr. Grayfall with you as well. Which is odd, because I haven't seen him come back since the rest of you arrived, and I thought he'd be the first one back at my door, seeing as he sought me out before he even went out to Briarstone Asylum. As a matter of fact, Meg's the one that sent him out there. Do you... Oh, easy. Do you mean two pen... Two penny? Two penny. I don't know what you call him. I don't know your new made-up names. Mr. Stonka, the performer. Martin. And Master is Grayfall, the dwarf. Yes, He's Marius. not a towner. He's not from here. Marius and... Martin. We call him Easy and Marius, because we know Marius' real name. So you remember us being shipped off to Briarstone? I wasn't there for it personally, of course, but we heard about it. It's our business, knowing things. And I bet you celebrated every second, too. It certainly was the problem off the back, off of my back, for sure. Mm. One less thing I have to deal with when the city's trying to fall apart around me. I'm not going to say no to a gift horse bringing it to me. But no, I didn't know why you were sent there. I didn't have any particulars. It all seemed very hush-hush. It sounded to me like a bit of a political pull from the Count, maybe. It struck me as the sort of thing that might possibly happen, but it sounds like you've got right and proper amnesia and had a real reason to be down there, which I will admit is a bit surprising. So, what is it you're after? What's your game here? You don't remember anything, but you came here for a reason, I assume. Because Winter told us to. Maybe figure out who we are. Brick was... I don't know if you've been keeping up to date on your conversations with Miss Glasgow, but I would imagine she wanted you to come back in here if you were the lot she was looking for in the asylum in the first place. She's here on behalf of the royal accusers of Ustalov, but uh, her master's gone missing as well. Accuser Amari's been nowhere to see, nowhere to be seen for days. Hasn't oh, checked back right. in. Hasn't been anywhere. We're supposed to talk to the Inquisitor. Accuser. 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 Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have some difficulty arranging that one for you as things lay today. So, if I can't help you on that front, there's little I can tell you about who you are. I'm not really sure what services I could provide. You seem to be pretty well acquainted with who we were. I wouldn't say little. I'm familiar with you. You've got files, certainly. But, truth be told, you'll forgive me if I don't particularly see the benefits of filling you back in on your uh, previous iterations. If anything, I feel like this would be actively detrimental to my own interests. We were all floozies for the Count doing his bid, and none of that was ever for the good of me or the Sleepless Agency. Is there an address on my file? 
Might be, but don't have much sort of iris hell for the grip of you. You? This sort of looks, you really, you really got nothing up in there. Nothing at all. I got about a week's worth of memories. I'm working with nothing. All right, fine. I don't need the full details, an address, contacts, just anything to work with. Let me extend you an olive branch. A little tit for tat, as it were. I can give you some information. I can help you figure out somewhat of what you're supposed to be or who you were. But truth be told, I don't know what good it's really going to do for you. I'll tell you now, if you're hoping I can give you addresses of homes, families you're going to be looking for in Thrushmore, I don't have a piece of that for any of you. Now that's going to help you. If you got lives to go back to, I'm not privy to them. But, Fair enough. can share what I have. We could do perhaps a little bit of an exchange. To be frank with you, we're a little short-staffed. Thrushmore is... Well... Thrushmore is hurting, honestly. She's seen brighter times, and this one's... about the darkest since the vanishing. Speaking of which... When Elgro or Nazmeth won't stop shouting about that outside the stain, the silver horse, the high market, anywhere he can get ears to listen. Beyond that... Miss Glasgow told me this morning, not too long ago, actually. Surprised you, you must have just passed her like ships in the night at the door. About the dead body. Happened down in New Chapel, indeed. She did say the group of you were there, and you might be headed this way, but she said that yesterday as well. You've been here a day, by your account and hers, so. You really got no idea what's going on here, do you? Well, truth be told, this is about it. Rushmore ain't got a whole lot coming in to help it right now. Guards are holed up in Fort Howell, of course, and with the Count out of town, there's nothing we could do to get him out. Mercenary bands have all up and abandoned us, so the town's just living as it is. We're the closest thing to guards, judges, peacekeepers the town's got right now. There's a lot. A lot that needs lots going on, a lot that's coming in. Way more than I can handle on my own. Like I said, tit for tat. Help me with a couple of smaller things. Maybe I'll give you a little bit of information. If you really don't remember anything, we can help each other out. Works for me. Where do you want to start? Nazmeth. He's, uh, I suppose you could call him a doomsayer of sorts. Walks around town, can't miss him. You can find him by the sandwich board, he's scrawled himself, or the shouting, and incessantly down through the streets about the second vanishing, the return of the witch, whatever it is he's talking about this particular day. I've got about a hundred requests from Mr. Golston. And from Miss Galagos, and from a bunch of merchants up in the high market that he's been scaring off customers and just making people feel generally unsafe. If you can get him to stop, well, again, one more, one less problem on my back. This is the weirdest interview process ever. One moment she says she hates her guts, the next moment she's offering us a job. Oh, make no mistake. I certainly hate who you were. But the folk I'm talking to right now don't really have a whole lot in common with those folk. The more I learn about them, the less I like them, too. Right, you so... You can pick different names for yourself. If I close my eyes, I can pretend I'm talking to someone entirely different. <laughs> Good. Let's keep it that way. Crazy guy by the... On the street, sandwich board, doomsayer, screaming. Talking about the second vanishing? We'll go deal with it. There's a first vanishing. What's the... This is, uh... 
Uh, I suppose it's going to be a recurring thing that's coming up dealing with a bunch of amnesiacs. Like a bunch of basic knowledge on the ways things are. The Thrushmore vanishing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know, four or five hundred years ago, every living soul in this town just up and disappeared. It was a ghost town. Right about the, town that, the time the Caliphas and the Phrasmids had sent down an army to stamp out whatever was going on down here when they broke away from the church, they showed up and found nothing. Not a single man, woman, or child breathing anywhere within the town. No signs of a struggle. And, well, very few corpses for the amount of people that were living here before. Not many signs of a fight, neither. We got basically no information on what happened. It's going to be referred to as a Thrushmore vanishing. With a thousand and one, you ask a thousand people what happened or what was the cause, you'll get a thousand and one answers. Well, the only common thread coming through the middle of that is something about the Briarstone Witch. Now, Nazmet's walking around town shouting about her coming back. So, there's a question. Just humor me here. If everyone in town disappeared 500, 600 years ago, why would people come back and settle this town again? Well, the buildings are still here. Coins as good as any other and a roof over your head still keeps you warm. It's yes. much easier to move into a town that's still fully intact than it is to build a new one. The buildings run damaged, the homes are fine, the piers are still here. It's perfectly serviceable, and sure, it was abandoned for some time. Look, I'm not a historian, I don't know the specifics, but... Time passes, people forget. They move on. Eventually, people came back. Resettled it. Cleaned off the dust, and here's Thrushmore as you know it today. Hmm. Okay. Doomsayer, which is coming back. Any more questions? Nah. We'll go take care of it. Shouldn't take too long. Not much of a thinker. Now, I would apologize for the reception you've received here. Based on the fact that it's clear as day to me that you're not lying. You don't know a lick of what you were before. But I'm not gonna, because the people that showed up my door Sure, and all the hells deserved it. Yeah, you we look exactly it. like the people that did. I can't. Really. I haven't forgotten. You may have, but I haven't. And I'll tell you, with everything you've been up to working for the Count, there's plenty here in town that won't have either. We already met some. Alright then. No apologies. And none needed. None needed. Different people. Different times. What names did you say you were calling yourselves again? MD. MD. Trey. Kenny, Trey and Cammy. Well, then I guess you deserve at least a formal introduction for me, then. Probably saw it on the door, but... Lady Cecadia Rents. Hopefully soon to be at your service. Head of the Sleepless Agency. All the branches, not just the one here in Thrushmore. If there's something needs solved or need finding... We got the manpower, and we can find the time here in Thrushmore with everything that's been going on now. We'll get it solved. Now, you help me out with my doomsayer problem. I'll get you a little bit of a head start on, well, almost the opposite of a head start, I suppose. Moving backwards into who we were. If the group of you can at least promise me that's not who you're going to turn back into, I'm not going to have a hand in putting that mess back together. I feel like that's a completely different person. I wouldn't just revert. You sound like it. Yeah, I'll do. Well, should be easy. Shouldn't take you too long. I don't quite care how you do it, but don't kill the man, obviously. Hopefully <laughs> that goes without saying. If it were anyone but you, I wouldn't bother. 
And she looks very pointedly at Brick. I kind of laugh. She says that. <laughs> Sorry, that was just kind of a funny statement. Not um, gonna hurt him. All right. I've got enough problems these days. I don't need any more murderers in the streets. Oh. And thank you, I suppose, then, for handling that little scuffle yesterday the same way. Not many people. A bunch of cloak men come at him with a knife, wouldn't draw their own, but he didn't strike a single one of them down. No need. Well, a drop of blood in the streets that wasn't yours, from what I hear. A second longer than it might have been. If they'd kept coming, I wouldn't have had a choice. Well, you are certainly different people. Right. So gestures towards the door. I'll right. be back soon. Stand up and walk out without saying a word of goodbye. Mm-hmm. Head out of the office and you know your way back to the door. You make way back downstairs, you see apparently Meg sitting at that front desk working on some things. The guy still at his desk, still transcribing whatever it is he's transcribing. He doesn't even look at you. Meg glances, worried, and quickly, hurriedly pulls herself back to just nod my head at her. Be nice. Something tells me that previous us, all the three people from the other night would be dead, possibly with bullet holes. <laughs> Why? Who has a gun? No one has a gun. No one. No. <laughs> we had a gun. Because yeah. we were crazy. Yes, back when we were crazy. Yeah. And you head <laughs> back out the front door. <laughs> and you open the front door, much as Miss Rents was saying, they're pretty busy. You literally open the front door to a woman going to raise her hands to knock, who <laughs> just kind of spook her, <laughs> a little startled as you open front. the door. She's like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, but she is a very striking figure that looks pretty significant, pretty different from the mostly dock workers and fishermen here in Thrushmore. A uh, woman who's got very short, smooth black hair, kind of pulled up uh, partially into a teardrop ferroniere, I think is how you say it, which is like a uh, water. very kind of intricate, silvery, almost like a, just like a headband with oh, a uh, like a teardrop like gemstone. A oh, it's like a circlet yeah. kind of set into it's the front of it. And... Oh. She starts. And the cats. As always, cats. It's Thrushmore. She starts. Oh. Uh, Good day. Edelman. And she looks down directly at you. What? Well, I certainly hadn't expected to run into you here. How have you been? I. Uh, good. <laughs> We're doing quite well, thank you. And she just sort of nods quickly to, uh, to each of the two of you and looks back down. Big smile on her face towards Cammy here. And uh, I, it's it's cool. been some time. <coughs> it feels like you just up and disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Um, feels like forever. Um, oh, it's been... Oh, I, like... I see what you meant about the, the oh, circle I in the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I said the word right because it's a ridiculous I have no clue, but I know what you mean French now. word. Yeah, that thing. It's in the art that's on her head. There you go. Um, uh, and uh, she sort of smiles and nods down. We, we should catch up on things. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. What no. have you been up to? Two folded leaves this evening? Maybe three hours past noon? Yes. 
Yes, I can do that. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, the calendar is overwhelmingly. Uh, sorry, uh, Melison Cororo. Pleasure to make the two of your acquaintances. A pleasure to meet you. Um, but <laughs> Hazel, my, I, I would love to just sit and chat for a bit. It's it's been a while. I've missed you. I'm glad you're back in town or about <laughs> or well. I'm not even sure, honestly. Oh, I'm glad to oh. know she has friends. <laughs> Out from from you know, yeah. Well, I'm sure there will be plenty of time to catch up later. Okay. We've just been given some urgent business to take care oh, of. Oh, of course, of course. And, and I, I apologize. I don't, I don't mean to hold the group of you. Well, I'll, I'll see you later this afternoon. Then I look forward to it. Yeah, yeah and I'll, I'll see you then. I'm sure we have a lot to catch and, uh, up on. Best of luck to you two, and pleasant afternoon to you as well. Pleasant and day. Just heads past the pair of you inside. I'll just hold the door for her and then close it. Oh, gosh. Cam, you okay there? Thank God she said her name to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Melison Cororo. Melison. Melison. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really funnier. funny to call her Madison when you sat down. Cam, uh, you got a date. <laughs> it's nice to see your cult showing up already. I'm just happy to know she has friends on the outside. <laughs> Uh, it warms she my seems heart. To know that I was admitted. The only people who are going to look at us fondly are people who are working with us. Yeah. Well, judging on the well, reception that we've gotten, sneering at her when she walks in. So. That's why it's your cult. I think they're mostly sneering with at, at me. There's a lot of sneers pointing my way, and then Trey's, then you. That's my guess, at least. You could be angry at that face. We'll figure that out later. So. Thrushmore, nobody, sweetheart. Nobody can be <laughs> the are most adorable little gnome in the world. Are you, are you trained in deception? What? What'd you say? Uh, yes. She, they didn't see I her when she woke up this uh -huh. morning. Okay, because yes. this is going to be real fun I for you. I took that when I leveled up. One, I think right after I got my file. <laughs> yeah, because that, that, this is going to be a real fun conversation real for quick. you if you're not trained in deception. All right, then. It's not, I'm still not awesome at it. <laughs> Crazy man yelling. That's better than a minus Crazy one. Crazy man yelling. That isn't one of us. You were given Sandwich boy time. man yelling. You're, I love a good old doomsayer. You were given a couple of different possible directions uh, throughout town. But you're not really familiar with town. And none of you asked where any of those places were. But you probably recognize one of the names, Golston. Yeah. Uh, as the proprietor of the stain. So you could certainly head that way first back across town and then get directions from him. Yeah. And, and beyond that, surely it's not, if, you're, if this man is as visible and obvious as it sounds like he is, he shouldn't be that hard to track down. Also, we need to figure out where her date's located. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, the two handed, two folded leaves. Two handed, two handed leaves. Two handed leaf. All right then. Excellent. Good work. Well, <laughs> I'm not even gonna make any of your old diplomacy to just kind of like find your way through town to some of the biggest and most obvious locations there are. Uh, the silver wagon, Good. the stain, and high mart. Uh, as well as two folded leaves are all pretty like great at prominent fairly renowned prominent businesses none of them are difficult to locate uh where is it you guys are headed first from the sleepless building you are close to like the obviously the land kind of rises up from the shore of the lake up where it starts to rise just to the north north of you almost like just on the other side of sleepless building is up where the high mart is that'll be the closest the stain is all the way at the far lake it's the most western building in all of town 
So it's pretty, you're kind of in the center at this latest building here. And the silver wagon is kind of between the two, sort of northwest. If you're going around just like place by place, uh, two folded leaves for what it's worth is also kind of like west-ish, but you're not going to need that till later. It's probably only like 11 a.m. at this point, maybe. Closest is easiest. Closest is easiest. You head up the road, making your way around. There's a sandwich man, get him. <laughs> towards the high mart. And uh, there's a couple of notable places that you walk past. There is a pretty big tree line on the north end, on the low end of this hillock, so it doesn't just look like a wall of imposing kind of rock and scree as it rises up from the ground. It's kind of jagged terrain, actually, around Thrushmore. These aren't like gentle rolling slopes and hills. It's kind of a lot of zigzag jumps. Uh, but they've grown shrubs and tree lines in front of them to make it look more presentable, more appealing. You sort of loop around a road up onto the top of this where you see a drive comes off one side to a large circular area that could fit quite a few horses, carriages, wagons in front of a pretty large, fairly elegant building, uh, sort of L-shaped around the end of the drive here that looks like it is a very large guild hall of some sorts. Past that, there is a little park on your right, kind of enclosed with trees. It looks fairly nice and pleasant. There's a Quite a few people on their breaks or just hanging out, sitting around on blankets in the grasses. It's fairly nice outside this day. And just past that is the High Mart, which is a large enclosed market area. It's open with a roof over it, a whole bunch of different little stalls and businesses all sharing one fairly large area. But before you get to it, as you pass by this guild hall and this park next to it, it would be almost impossible for you not to notice the primary feature in the center of the park. It is a stone. It is a sort of monolithic rock rising up about five feet, four and a half feet. It's not super tall, but it's pretty decently big. Four sides coming up to almost the pyramidal top. And inscribed on the side of it are three big yellow runes, top to bottom, that immediately look strikingly similar to the runes you've seen light up on the tower in your dreams back at the asylum. They're not identical, but they're very close in style. Like if it were a language, there would be different letters in the same alphabet, perhaps. Them just being stark yellow is already suspicious. The color yellow from now on is like, and it's just sitting <laughs> in the middle of a park, where people are chilling on blankets, kids are running around and playing. It's just there, like a monument. Mm. I thought we were done with this. <sighs> it's never that easy. <sighs> I wish it were. I'm tired mm. of this. All right then, man, Doomsayer. What was his name again? Nasmith. Heading past it, you would certainly hear the shouting. (laughs) I think we found him. The man is not quiet, nor is he subtle. (laughs) He is loud, and he is clearly very much upset. There is a guy in very shoddy, ragged clothes with a pretty large sandwich board 
just draped over his shoulders. Two sides of it just connected with a little right length of rope. Clearly just homemade. Very possibly out of just bits of driftwood or scrap that he's found. That has, as he's faced away from me towards the market yelling, scrawled upon the uh, the backside, the vanishing is nigh. He looks so sad. He does. Hazar looks very sad. <laughs> and he's, I mean, he's not happy. He's certainly not happy. He yells out into like the passing small streams of people and into the high mart. But we have become lazy or perhaps blind who could know what reason the witch returns. But we've heard the tales. I know you have the lights on the shores. It is her work again and the vanishing is upon us. I'm gonna approach up from behind him and just kind of, and you tap on his shoulder. <laughs> just like, hello. And he kind of startles a little bit. Very common response you guys get to you know, most people, just sort of generally in the world. And he turns around and and looks up at, just at you because you're the closest person and you're huge. Turns around, literally looks up. He's <clears throat> this guy's not very large. This dude's like five six maybe. He's he's like right on average, maybe a little below it. You're humongous. <laughs> <laughs> not even you. With all of your all of your strength, your skill, your weapons, your steel, you cannot fight. It is not a thing that can be. Ah! He, he looks at Trey and just kind of shies back, like puts his hands up, like you're gonna hit him. Like, oh, that's you this time. <laughs> you're the bad one. Cool. Hi there. Ah, uh, please. We're here to I talk. I haven't. I've left the manor alone. We're here to talk. Nothing more. Do you have a manor? Apparently. Uh, what? If you can lower your voice and come over to a quiet place. The, the people pe must know. Oh, you can Any who stay will be taken. We must flee. Okay. Then why haven't you started running? Let's start from the top. Because I am trying. I'm trying to help. The, the, the people must know. I cannot flee alone. My conscience could not bear it. You cannot help people who do not wish to be helped. But they have not been enlightened. They don't know of what that which they must fear. They do not know they need to be enlightened. How can you enlighten someone who does not know they need to be enlightened? I tell them. I try. I, I speak the words of the things we have all seen. The tales from the, from the peers, surely. But they don't listen. Listen. They don't hear you. Man. <laughs> they can't hear you. Maybe because you're yelling too loud and your voice is traveling past them. Here's what I figure, right? Is that I figured that you should probably pipe down, come around the corner with us, like we asked. Because we don't know a lot. But I'm starting to get to the picture that maybe I wasn't such a nice person. And I would hate to realize that right now. No, but but I forgive you. I hold no grudge, though you have been cruel to me in the past. But, but, but still, your life is as valuable as any others. You should not be here. All of you, all of us! We cannot be fueled for the witch's foul aims. All right, how about this? As much as I appreciate your magnanimous personality, there's been nothing but complaints about you. Why don't we just tone it down a little bit? I need one of you guys to roll me as something. It can intimidate. Be, what could it be? So you can intimidate. He seems like he's already a little preemptively um, scared of you, so I'll give you plus two on this. If we're going to do it, I shouldn't do it. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give plus two on intimidate, because he's already a little, want, he's clearly afraid of Trey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can we help? 
What do you get? Eight? Sure. Yeah, I'll assist. I will unfortunately re-roll I mean, I the two. This cool superpower. Yeah. This it's a cool super. Oh. oh yeah, I'll just hold on to it for now. Just, just pop your desk. I'll oh. afterwards. It's gonna hero yeah, point that one. Yeah, only, only one can Thank help. Thank you. Okay, what did you get, Colby? Cool. No, I like that. I got a ten total. He's kind of like. Doesn't matter. It will, it will not matter. What did you roll? A one. It went from a two to a one. Can I try on my own? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm not being aggressive. You can feel it. I know you can. I see it in your eyes. Your uh, very spirit has been laid low by the dark essence that hangs over he? us. How? What else could explain this but the return of the witch? How big is he? He's like five, six, five, five. I don't know. He's shrinking pick him up and throw him. I pick him up, put my mouth over his put my hand over here. First easy, now Cammy's got a hot day. You pick him up and smooch him on the lips. I pick him up. Somebody turn the AC up. He looked really sad, he needed this. He needs love. Oh, I pick him up, just put my hand over his mouth. I didn't know you also had a lover here. I don't. Um. All right, buddy. Mm. Mm. You gonna be quiet? You gonna mm. listen to us? Mm. Nod. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Are you getting that? Like, there's definitely some people like around. You're out in front of. Like, I the don't care. Bike. It's like people are kind of looking at you, but they're not entirely just upset about I'll it. Just look at them. A couple a, of people are just like, "Thank God, finally." Have, <laughs> a good, <laughs> have a good day, folks. Nothing to see here. <laughs> We're gonna mm. walk over there. And we're gonna tell you a story. Yeah, we're gonna tell you a story. Nod. Yes. Okay, we're gonna tell you a story. And you're gonna answer some questions. Nod. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's go over here. Just drag him along with us. Carry him. You're near, this is kind of on the north edge of town, so you're near. Um, <coughs> like you, can, you can walk not very far and kind of be just out of the main public walkways, just sort of towards the uh, the tree line. It's pretty forested right outside Thrushmore. It seems very thickly outside the main roads. Um, you carry him a little ways just off in the distance away. I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you this before I let my hand off your mouth. I don't like super loud noises. It makes me jump a little bit. So no yelling. Got it? Yes. Yes? Okay. Let my hand off. You can take your hand off. Has she, has she sent you? Are you, are you her agents? Do you work her magic? No. Then why? Why silence this truth when condemn hundreds, thousands? Because we have death questions. Death or worse! Your truth is interfering with questions. First of all, who's the witch? We have no idea who you're talking the about. The witch of Briarstone. Uh-huh. The witch of Briarstone responsible for the vanishing hundreds of years ago, generations past, right. and how soon we forget! Right. Answer's done. Next question. How do you know she's coming back? You not feel it. No. You not sense it no. in the air. Everything mm -mm. coming together in a confluence. The guards retreat. The count abandons his very seat, his home, his manor, and sends you to do his bidding out into the streets to silence the truth. Perhaps he works with her, an orchestrator behind All right. the strings. All right. Answer's the done. Oh. Okay. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. We just came from the asylum literally yesterday. I've been there. I could tell. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's a nice establishment. Was. 
There was a bunch of bad stuff that happened. We stopped it. Okay? But how does this... How does this... So this doesn't prevent witch, anything. Our when, actions are meaningless. The, when the witch, their aims are beyond our understanding. <laughs> when the witch comes... Her power incomprehensible. We'll stop her. She she cannot be stopped. She, she can she be stopped. She cannot be stricken down. She cannot pause. Her magics, you, wait, her rituals are, wait, are things wait. beyond what... Your rant's done. My turn to talk. <laughs> okay. All right. Have you met the witch? Hands off. Uh, anywho, I've met the witch. We're gone with the vanishing. Okay, they disappeared. Then. Okay. There are no answers to tell us. We, we cannot know. But the fisherman, now the docks, Remsatter, he's seen the lights. He knows that she's coming. Speak with him. Okay. I've heard his tale. He's told it disdain. He's told it outside the silver wagon. He speaks of it to his friends. He's seen the lights of the. <laughs> what do you think, Trey? Can we have just three days? Of calm. Just three. Actually, I think he's completely convinced me. And we should let him take about a week off. You don't have to tell anyone. We'll tell everyone for you. We're much more convincing. My hands are much more convincing. He did make you listen to him. I haven't met her, but I have seen her. I have seen her from afar in my dreams, rising from the See, Bay of Avalon, reaching important. into the town with her long, wicked nails and plucking the townsfolk off to wherever, wherever she takes them to whatever ends, whatever aims. This isn't you, right? What? <laughs> okay. You think it's me? No, I have... I keep my nails short. For the you sake <laughs> of everybody else, let us take care of it. And come back to spread the truth after we have done the proper investigation. That's a diplomacy check from somebody. <laughs> I'll Can do it, it be deception? No, no, no. Are you? Because we're not. I, I I don't care what this guy does as long as he stops. I would take a deception. Because I'll fair. do deception. Because you're just like, dude, shut up. That's yeah. like, <laughs> that's fair. Twenty-three. Okay. Yeah. The twenty-three. He looks and just. Sort of nods. I, I, I do not know how much time we have. I do not know how long we'll be until the vanishing is upon us. If the witch has already returned, if the tales are true. If she rests within a cave just outside of town, her lights visible at night. She's moved upon us. She's risen from the bay already. The perfect job for him, actually. You need to secure a way for people to get out of town safely and quickly. We've roads and carriages and wagons. You and have ships. to make sure they're the, safe. The problem is the will, but I. Then we will go investigate the cave and find the witch and see if we can stop it. Then I will, I will wait. I You're will, only I making will... people paranoid of you. There is no paranoia when it's, the, when it's the truth I have seen. You're not making them afraid of your stories. You're making them afraid of you. Right, give, it a few, will... give it a few days so they calm down. Try again. I can wait. But if you confront her, you will not return. And if you start things in motion that cannot be stopped, it will be too late. It will it be can't too late be for everyone in this, in this village, everyone in this town, be forgotten be again like those before. Either way, it's coming, right? Least we can do is try to do what we can. Okay. Okay. All right. Three days. 
Three days. Three days. Go watch the road or something. I... I do not believe you will succeed, but I can only hope that we're all in Thrushmore before hundreds of years ago failed. We will find some secret forgotten to them, some mystery left unfound. We will. I'm getting a headache. For now, just, <laughs> just go home and rest, and we will return with good news. And he, like, almost like in a complete confusion. Just the hands still up, he put him down, he turns around and just starts like tottering. I take his hand back. and put him back down to his side. I can understand why prior like, me would just hit him. Just like yeah. muttering. <laughs> <laughs> He's still kind of muttering and ranting, but like to himself. Not as shouty. Remember, don't bother any townsfolk. Promise. And he does it with his buddies that was walking. Not the promise. Just, like, just let him go. He's like counting something on his fingers and like looking around and he's, he's trying to figure out how to count all three days what was the first edition mathematic magic no. thing that's sacred what he's geometry. Sacred no. geometry that's what he's doing he's doing secret geometry sacred <laughs> sacred geometry sacred geometry, sacred geometry. quick maths quick maths <sighs> well that was I'm already exhausted fantastic easy. how do we deal with this every single day in the assignment mission accomplished Let's go back. Yeah, fair. And while we're there, can we go to the blacksmith so I don't have to wear pipes? I'm not forcing you to wear pipes. I would like to go buy actual armor. That is fair. And as you walk back towards the uh, the road here, you can see people have just kind of gone back to their daily business. Many of them seemingly quite content that the uh, the Nazmith situation has been dealt with. However, that happened to have happened. As he's just kind of walking down the road also, just sort of still muttering to himself. People giving him a fairly wide berth. But there's one guy... Wearing a little newsboy cap with some pretty thick eyebrows and a pretty thin mustache. There's the blue simple Texture, shirt on and some like leather dock worker's pants. He's just kind of standing there in the road. He's got literally a hat on and still has his hand up to his <laughs> brow, like right guy. under the cap of the hat, doing absolutely nothing. It helps nothing. you see farther. It's like <laughs> the guy who wears the hat backwards and still uses his hand. That's not even backwards. He's I just know. Like, 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 literally doesn't even realize worse. he doesn't do anything. No, when, when you're <laughs> playing a first person shooter game and you hold a button to zoom in. That's what no, you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he physically leaned forward. <laughs> <laughs> just look. If you stand on the road, just kind of looking out towards the tree line where you guys are. As you come in close enough to see him, he looks across the group of you. I takes it. You see a big smile come across his face. He puts his hand up. I just waving. Gomer. I'll just wave back at him. That way. Hogs, my guy. Where you been? Man, that storm the other day, that was crazy. What have you been, have you been big business? What, you get hauled up for a while? <coughs> it's Quite probably children. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. Quite literally held up. Dang, man. Well, you get some, some trouble? You find something you come across? Troubled. Are you, uh, how you been, dude? It's been a minute. I ain't seen you down to stain for like a week or two. Long story short, I thought that was you. I saw out here. I was just got he motions to like a little bag that he's uh, he's just holding on to, like a little cloth sack that's just got some bread and produce. And he's like, "Oh, we're just grabbing some food back for the family." And I swore I saw you outside. I mean, <laughs> that ugly mug's pretty hard to miss. on the back. I've got a good story for you. Yeah. Meet me tonight at the stain. <laughs> sure, man, of course. I'm down there 
Damn near every night. Oh, no. Missing you, of course. It's a little... Now Trey's got a date. We ain't got you. We ain't got two penny <laughs> playing down there, man. It's been a bummer. This thing's gone downhill last week or so. Yep. I mean, you haven't missed much, really. Good time to, to deck out, I suppose, but like. Two pennies back. You know, two. Oh, uh, I I missed one day at the stain, and the man's back in yeah. town. Hey, and he uh, has some new material that you're absolutely probably going to hate, but it's lovely. Right on, man. I mean, too funny. That's really a pretty good work. Like, whatever he's going for, it's probably something, right? Yeah, I'll be down there this afternoon. I mean, you, you come down near sundown. I'm gonna be there. I'm ready for a drink when you are. I'll see you then. Hey, peace, hugs. Good seeing you. <laughs> hugs. Oh, this is Will hugs. hugs. Where do you want to go just, next? Like, hugs. <laughs> he just heads off down the road, like humming something to himself as he's going, just kind of bopping. He's humming he's the frog song. He's just kind of jamming. He's probably humming the frog song. <laughs> like, he's like, <laughs> He doesn't seem major... like your current vibe, dude. <laughs> like major, like Gomer vibes off this guy what? from the Andy Griffith. Oh show. come on, bro! You don't think I could hang out with the dudes? I. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like that a real. That sounded real uh, convincing. Uh, <laughs> real... All right, Maybe they hugs. just haven't met drunk Huglum. That's possible. <laughs> They've only met incredibly stressed Trey. Incredibly <laughs> stressed and sober Trey. <laughs> Well, hugs. It looks like you got some good friends here. Hopefully, we'll see. Now, Cammy and Trey has a date. That man's just hanging out. I just go Aww. back home away from Marius and two penny to get back. <laughs> it's like oh, it's stupid. I want friends. I want this friends. Sucks. I, well, technically, three people have had dates. Yeah, you're right. That's three people true. have dates. Let's hook up day. Yeah. Well, with are you are where are you going? Are you blacksmith? Blacksmith going to looking for something? Uh, looking around up here in the High Mart. I would assume it's not in the High Mart. Reasonable assumption. Uh, you would be trying to find something else, and then the, uh, the group of you would... Literally make... just ask directions. Are you guys, are you guys all going? Are you guys, like, splitting to do different things here? I figure it's on the way back. I mean... It doesn't matter if it's a The only thing I'm concerned with is clean clothes. That's fair. I clean clothes, maybe some new armor. I really have like some stuff I want done, but I got I got a club that's severely lacking in ruins. How much you money do we have? Right I forget. Easy <laughs> had right. Oh, easy. Easy had it written down. Let's <laughs> <And we, laughs> say a lot. We'll figure that out at a later occasion. Much. We can do. You some, know what I have? What a magic sword. We could do some post-mortem shopping because we don't really know how much money we have at the moment because our uh, our see, bank account probably having one cash. person it's tracking like coupons. this. <laughs> you are Did here you in the high mart though you would certainly have access to quite a few like tailors and merchants to get clothes that aren't the stuff that you scavenge at the asylum if that's something you're interested in for sure um there would actually be it's not like there is a working smith in the high mart who is actively running a forge and banging on stuff but there are a couple of stalls that are selling wares from some local town smiths here's the thing about local town smiths it's like nails and horseshoes and tools and stuff there's not really any sort of a thing in here that's got many much more than like small somebody outfits the guards knives someone does outfit the guards and a little bit of shopping around would direct you to a shop simply called bang bang i like it run by a person named bang bang it sounds about right. Is he a goblin? Probably. No, that's that's definitely a high elf. 
Very high society, noble elf. Yeah, it it's sounds just funny how the name works out. It's actually Bombong. Bombong. Try. Take your hero point back. Meg explains. Yeah. Back down Can I just table. take this one back? No, take a oh. new one. <laughs> what do you got? Reckless charge. Wow, you get wow. all kinds. Was that wise? No, but it worked. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's even, how is that more trade than the previous one? Mag explains stocking you up again with the channel points. Dang. You would head down to uh, Bang Bangs, which would be sort of near the middle of town. It's a very eclectic sort of arrangement of things. It's got a surprisingly small little forge and foundry outside and an assortment of various like anvils and workstones and things just sort of scattered around with quenching pots and buckets seemingly placed at complete random around the area. Quite a few scorch marks over the ground. All of the grass in the vicinity of this has long since been removed and it does not look like it's because they thought to remove it first. Uh, Man, but has a system. A system is, it will handle itself eventually. Chaos. The whole building smells pretty strongly of smoke and coals. Uh, but when you get there on the front door, the only door that you can see, there is a single sign just kind of hung up on a rope, not even in the window, just on the front of the door, a little crooked that just in a big scrawl says, out. You want to knock? I'll just go in. Wow. The door oh. is locked. I will knock, because I have to. You knock on the door, but I thought the implications of a sign this is out. No, 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 clear, no, 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 no. Eight wisdom, <laughs> sir. <laughs> it's fair. Sometimes they put out when they don't. The other side leave. could say in. I don't see the other side of the sign. What? That's what does that even mean? The, I don't understand. Don't eight what? wisdom. Okay, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the knock on the door would be met with nothing at the moment. It seems that the intention to sign is that they are currently out. out. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right then. Well, nice try. Back to the... I guess we're just heading back to the agency? You can head back into the Does agency. Does it have it's... hours posted? We'll come back. <laughs> no one posts hours No one, clear, no one seems to post hours much here, you know? Just out. Oh, is he out well, for lunch? We'll is he out to the restroom? We get lucky is he then? out fishing? It's, it's a oh. sign hanging on the door? Yes. I'm going to flip it. I don't think that changes There's anything. There's actually nothing on the other side. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> Just outside, just a blank little sign. Wait, wait. Trace is the nuisance. Just being a nuisance. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's going on? Here's a piece of chalk right in. With a little exclamation. In. Put it back. I, I cannot fathom why, but now he has a hand-drawn sign that says in. Because it inconvenienced me, now it will inconvenience someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can't argue with that one. Wait till you see the look on his face. So the group of you eventually <laughs> end up making your way back, I assume, to the sleepless agency. Yes. yes. Early in the afternoon. Knock on the door. Quick answer from Meg. She lets you back inside without checking this time. Still looking a little bit worried. And just... It's <laughs> <laughs> like jump back. <laughs> so nice. We're just in a in a 
Cranky mood today, apparently. It's a playful mood. Sorry. The group of you to the stairs and back up to Lady Rance's office. Lady Rance is sitting there, uh, going over some papers with a, uh, well, it was like long, kind of handled cigarettes to sit in her mouth, just smoking in the room. Windows cracked a little. That's all she cares to do. Hmm. It's a little hazy on that end of the room. That was rather quick. Yeah. It wasn't very difficult to find him. You got three days apiece. Three days more than we had, then. He also told us about a cave. Something to do with the witch. Figured we'd go look at it. Not the first time I've heard that story. I don't know much for specifics, though. Everything that's been going on kind of sounded like some random local hearsay. Didn't put a whole lot of stock into it, but if it's making its way around through Nazmeth, might be worth uh, checking out just for no other reason than to make the people calm down. If I'm not the one to ask about that, though. You're going to be looking for a man named Toby Remsatter. It's the fisherman who started that whole thing. Said he saw some kind of a light down the shore a little ways. Stories at the bar turned to stories in the streets. Apparently turned to stories cried about the doomsayer these days. is how Thrushmore's gone. Mm. Well, I'm a woman of my word. You help me with something? I'll help you. Kimmy kicks up her feet onto her desk. kind of. That's an impressive angle that you're at. Yeah, it's like way like... Kind of just <laughs> like, like almost doing a handstand in kind the chair grab, with your feet up there. I grab the back of Kimmy's chair and just kind of do that quick like pull and push. <laughs> and she, uh... She takes the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. You weren't looking this way. Sam's in an ashtray and just lays. I'm under siege. She's like, you got a nuisance today. You got something in the in the water. <laughs> it's, rare, it's the tea. We're in rare form. Oh this my is, gosh. This is the rare party. All right. Well, before I answer any questions, let me tell you a little bit about what I think you might want to know. You three... Hoglum, Edelmay, Brick. I know you work for the Count. Count Haston Lau's the fourth up on Iris Hill on the far west side of town. Sure, you've seen the building if you haven't been there. Strange that, that would intersect so cleanly with what everyone's come looking into town for. What was Miss Glasgow looking for him and figuring out why he's abandoned his whole duty? That's his primary estate. That's where he runs all of Ursex County from. But a couple of weeks ago, he headed out. No word to anyone about why and hasn't returned. Left nothing but a skeleton staff back behind. Not too long after that, a couple of ships pulled off, dropping up a whole bunch of very out-of-town folk. Out-of-town fact, folk didn't look like they wanted to be here so much, if you catch up what I'm putting down. They marched themselves up to Iris Hill, inside the gates, and as far as I can tell, that might be all that's in there. Not too long after that, with the count-out, bills stopped being paid. Much of the town guard is made up of a mercenary company, the Black Arm. Without their dues being paid, they've marched on, moved back to their headquarters, and seek out some other business. And what's left of the guard, not too many of those who worked at proper here under the magistrate, holed up inside Fort Halicorse. Not too long after that, said magistrate himself up and disappears. So, too, does the high priest of Newchapel. And then suddenly, I've got all kinds of things coming across my desk. Corpses showing up in the cemetery. Fish and warehouses being ripped apart, showing up in the fishermen's nets, shredded by some kind of claw looking like beasts in the water ripping them, tooth and asunder. Beyond that, kidnappings, disappearances. Way too many to be a coincidence. Um. And of course, whatever those weird murals are that keep showing up on the sides of buildings all throughout town. Feels like there's another one or two of them, a couple every day. Don't know where they're coming from. Not a soul is sighted when drawing them. They look like they must take some time. And not too long before all of this, 
from group of you and your friend Mr. Stonka, which shipped off to Briarstone Asylum under strange hush-hush circumstances. Now, I've been in this business for a while, I know better than to draw conjecture. Assumptions lead to nothing but ruin, but some things are a little bit too much of a coincidence to ignore entirely. Once upon a time, I think you could have had the very answers I've been looking for about what's happening here, but now, you're the ones here asking me questions. And truthfully, I don't know what right to tell you that could really set you straight. But, if you really are different, you really don't remember who you are, and you really do want to help, there's plenty that needs done. And if you're as tied into this as I think you are, helping me set things straight might get you the answers you're looking for. Fair enough. What do you need help with next? What don't? Without the guards in town, everything's gone the way of the horse very quickly. Barn door is open and it's too late to close it. All we're doing is putting out fires. There's about 101 things I could send you to look after, but I feel like the most straightforward of which, I suppose, given what Mr. Nazmet's been shouting about most recently, is, well, that strange light on the beach, perhaps? You can look after the fishermen. I don't have any great way to track him down other than ask around the docks. Couldn't hurt to check in with Fort Hallicorse, but of course I've sent a couple of agents and gone up to the very door myself. They're still in there. They meet me at the door. The sergeant in arms spoke with me, but they're refusing to set foot out or lay a finger down to help the town until everything gets sorted out. They don't want to put themselves in the middle of this, and they've got a castle to hold themselves up into. We very much don't. You can try to ask around at Iris Hill, but I don't think anyone up there is going to be able to answer your questions any longer. Well, I reckon we'll check out the light this evening. Try and find the fisherman in the meantime. Sounds good to me. Might be a better thing to head after in the evening. Might be easier to ask around a stain than the docks. Certainly a much smaller area. That seems like a popular location. What, about what time is it? Probably at this point it's about two. So it's definitely getting towards... It's when, enough uh, time to go check out the guards and then come back. That's true. You're looking for a man named Mr. Tully Remsatter. He's a uh, stevedore on the docks, as far as I know. Just works for the warehouse company. No particular affiliation to any of the fishermen, so, uh, any of the fish boats or their uh, regalia. Beyond that, if you can get anything out of, the, out of uh, the fort that I haven't, I'd be grateful for it. But I can tell you right now, that's going to be a dead end, almost certainly. No harm in asking. No harm indeed. Besides, some of the count's men showing up might get something I can't. At least if they recognize you. If you can play the part well enough. I shouldn't be too hard. I've heard I was an ass and very aggressive, so. Sounds about par for the course for Count Lyle's men. I have no idea what you're talking about. So you said that you don't, you don't know our addresses or where we were, but is there somewhere where we could access that kind of information? As far as I understand, most... Of those that the Count holds in his high esteem, I don't know if they're Rushmore direct. A group of you trickle into town over the last couple of years. None of you are from here, and I don't think you were standing anywhere other than up on Iris Hill in the Count's estate. You're in inner circle. Make no mistake on that. I don't like being in inner circle. Mm. He put you up to a lot of things that if you remembered them, I'd hope you regret. I already do. All right, then. Let me tell you one thing. 
Whatever your current state and the answers that you're seeking, you might very well find yourselves better off not. You weren't great people before, and you seem like nice enough sorts now. I'm already starting to remember things. I'd rather find them out myself. Can't fault you for it. I'm sure I'd be the same way. I've dedicated my whole life to uncovering information people have, have can't find. And part of that's just because, well, I just gotta know, you know? Or is that personal? I understand. I'm trying my best not to hold against anything that's happened before. Because, again, I believe you. But it's... It's difficult. Forgive me, and forgive the lads downstairs if they don't have an easy time of it. A grudge is easy to hold. Something, something, something about letting it go. I don't remember that either. Well, best of mm -hmm. luck then. And, uh, welcome back to Thrushmore, I suppose. You came at a great time. Yeah. I suppose we'll just make our leave and off to the next task. Getting stuff done at record speeds. You are. Don't forget, we gotta get Cammy ready for a date, too. And I gotta go to the two folded leaves. Oh, true. Wasn't that at like three? It's at yeah. three. It's pretty soon. Yeah. Get her Cammy's. Gotta mm -hmm. head down to that. Which means the I'm two of you. I'm going back to the blacksmith then. Fair enough. You're just literally I'm, gonna go park it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll just go by and then after I'm done there, like go to the. Like a Black Friday sale. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's there for that door busters, baby. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm going with Cammy. And then I'll go meet up with them after I get something that's not pipes. I won't be with Cammy, but I'm just going to be nearby. Okay. Right. Super secret agent brick. <laughs> nah, there's no secret about this. So as you go park yourself up there, off to two oh, folded leaves, go Cammy and MD. It is a fairly quaint little tea house, coffee shop, a little further out to the west of town. Much smaller than the stain or the silver wagon. It's own little quiet, different sort of clientele we're targeting in here. It looks nice enough. The building is a, is a cute little cottage. And uh, even from the outside, you can see the uh, warm lights of the hearth inside flickering through the windows. You, the door is open, and the two of you head inside to this warm, fairly quiet space. Uh, most of the seating in the area is small booths set in a row down the sides that even have got little curtain rods across the front of them with curtains you can draw out just for even additional privacy. And as you come in, there's only two booths that are occupied, one with the curtain drawn shut and another with Mellison just sitting there waiting. And she looks and smiles at you and then sees MD and kind of furrows your brow and a little more awkwardly still kind of smiles. <laughs> um, all right. Go have your little date. Um, I'm just going to sit in an unoccupied booth. It's going to be nearby. And uh, as you take your seats, Mellison, hands folded on the table in front of her, a smile back to her face. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not terribly familiar with that friend of yours. I don't mean to scare him off. No, no, it's all right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you were in this... Alone. <laughs> I wish the best of luck to you. Um, no, it's uh, he uh, gets nervous. He's uh, um, and while you're sitting there, just 
Do you remember <laughs> you didn't even see this, or are you just like somewhere else? Just in earshot, that's all. <laughs> Fair enough. Sitting uh, one sitting. booth just over, just like. Uh, 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 <laughs> am I getting a good read from her? Like, I... She seems happy. She seems happy to see you. She's just a little confused. And IMD. Feels bad. The proprietor <laughs> comes out. It's a, an older woman, maybe in her late 50s. Almost kind of like goggle-eyed. <laughs> she just sort of totters over, shoulders hunched. Oh, good evening. Welcome to the two-fold at least. Tea or coffee, sir? Hmm. Tea sounds good. Well, what's your preference? What's your preference? Oh, um, <laughs> I, mean, well, well, I just give him the, like the most awkward diplomacy plus Dude. one smile there is. <laughs> what's you, your preference? While you two are are talking, and MD's probably having his lifetime first figuring out of how you order tea at a mm-hmm. tea house. Um, Elson, no, no. First, he gives the man with the sandwich board. Mouth to mouth. <laughs> now he's asking the waiter out on a date. She's like, got riz. Got some riz over here. Absolutely. What's like, your what can preference? I get you to drink? What can I get you to drink? <laughs> Nelson's sitting. I'm just kind of smiling at you. And she glances over and sees that he's talking to the proprietor. And she just uh, reaches out and just gently drags a little curtain closed. You're about to get knifed. How are you? Little man. Are you feeling well? How should I be? <laughs> Frankly, I don't know. I, I know, honestly, very little of what <laughs> happened. You're going to feel like you know a whole lot more in a couple of seconds here. <laughs> no, I I know you don't remember. I know you don't know who I am. I know you don't remember Thrushmore or anything that's happened to you. I, I know. Oh, you, oh, no, you know? I want to help. If there's a way that I can, I want to help. And she just, uh, she reaches out the hand up on the table. Edelman, you don't remember me at all, do you? Can I sense motive? You're going to have to sense motive here in a second. <laughs> like, I mean, you're going to, I roll it, but yeah, you're, you're going to have to. I don't trust, she knows that I don't know anything, and she's like, yeah, we're tight. Looking at her, you don't know what to make of this. I mean, you are you are paranoid. This is weird. The first thing she did was close the curtain <laughs> the second that he was looking away. You... She looks innocent enough, but you have no idea what her game is here. And this is the first person who has claimed to know anything. Mm-hmm. She knows you don't remember. And that does not make you... <laughs> feel very comfy Mm -hmm. but she seems sincere the magic words (laughs) she has her hand on the table hey may i can i be the evil paranoid voice (laughs) she's gonna steal your soul with that hand there's no way (laughs) you know what i do you did at least I'm a, I'm a psychic. I'm a mind reader. I don't know if I can undo what's happened, but I'm willing to try. I know you have... If you've lost what I fear you have, you may have no reason to trust me, but... 
I promise, I swear to you. Let me, let me make an attempt. I, if I can get anything, wouldn't that be better than, than what you have? Okay. And as I will lay my hand in hers, I'm going to cast Needle of Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> so that if she takes any hostile action against me, she will take two mental damage. <laughs> it's a good way to know if someone's being hostile. They're just like, gotcha. Ah. <laughs> Definitely still a little I see. <laughs> did you just did you just take a hostile? <laughs> no, I mean she could feel it. Like oh, they know. Okay, okay. They I thought that that was immediately it. No, I was they, like, they know they it. have the effect. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was immediately. But gone. she puts a hand over yours. He says, okay, now I need you to try, try to focus, try to focus on anything you can. If there's any lingering vestige of a memory, anything that, that feels wrong in your mind, just think about that. Don't think about this. Don't think about me. Don't think about the situation. Try to focus on what you've lost and look into my eyes. Focus. And as you do, she starts to just just staring into you. You don't feel anything immediately. She clearly starts to try to do something. You can you can see her move her head a little bit. You feel her move her hand very slightly. She kind of tilts her head a little bit back and forth. And then, in an instant, you are somewhere else. You are standing in a different room entirely, dressed completely differently, ill-lit like a dungeon or a jail cell or something. There's a table next to you with a bunch of little flasks, various things, a couple of little sewing needles, a gun... <laughs> Of course. <laughs> a couple of uh, bits of ammunition, some sandpaper, just a bunch of stuff. And in front of you is a man bound to a chair. Blindfolded, gagged, arms bound to the armrests. And you're just kind of standing over him, big grin on your face, just looking down. And Mellison, hands folded, is standing right behind you. Okay, so just for the sake of argument, explain it to me one more time. Let me make sure I understand. <laughs> you just throw your head back. Oh, Ellie! Okay, look, the problem isn't anything about the magic or the magic words or the movements. Or, it's not about that. The ritual's not about candles and weird runes and chalk drawings. Not this one, anyway. It's about what we feel. And, uh, you. Reach out, and you take the uh, the gag <laughs> off the guy, and he slowly start undoing his blindfold. And this dude looks like he's terrified, but he's completely silent as you unbind him. He's not looking at you. He almost for a moment looks like he's blind, because his eyes aren't focusing on anything. We're not... We, we, aren't, we, don't, we don't. We don't feel it enough, because we don't really know what feeling is. We're little squishy meat puppets around a skeleton. 
Um, <laughs> you turn around and start tapping through a little bit different vials, and Mel's just staying there. Okay. I understand that, but how does any of this help with that? I'm just like, come on. I, okay. So, so imagine this. Imagine how you feel when you have some nice pork or you wake up in the morning and you're, it's the most comfortable feeling you've ever felt in your life. When you walk on the sun when you're really cold. Okay, so think about all of those feelings and then imagine them like 10 times stronger than that. That's the kind of thing we need. We need more feeling. So I'm trying to figure out how feeling works. But this guy. And uh, you just snap, Pinky! And a little pink chameleon just kind of appears on the desk, oh. just sitting there, looking around. There's two of them. Oh my god! He's like, gun! He totters over and like very painstakingly drags the gun across the desk closer towards you. It's about as big as he is. And you pick it up and you take the little bullet and you load it in there and start packing the black powder in it. And you're like, okay, so the best way I can figure to test this out, because I mean, we can only feel what we can feel, right? Is this guy and the last guy and the guy before that. See, I mixed all his senses up, and I gotta figure out which is which, and then we see how it still gets experienced. And you just hold the gun right next to his ear and shoot it. Just right next to his ear. And immediately, he like recoils in terror and just vomits all over himself. See, he hears taste! And you put the gun back down the table so and turn around and put your man. hands on your hips. The best fell. Like you're super proud of it. <laughs> so the sound of a gunshot tastes like <laughs> vomit. And Mellison just sort of looks down. <laughs> I... I, I don't, I, just, I guess I just don't see, well, but we can't do that, though. So, how does this help us? And you just <laughs> put your head back again, and you're just, like, waving the gun. Mally! And you just tap her <laughs> with the, the barrel of the gun on her chest. Mally, 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 Mally. Because we figure it out. See? He tasted that. It was so loud, he threw up. We couldn't feel anything like that. That's a completely different thing. And then he sees touch, and he like kind of reach out and just boop him on the nose, and his eyes just like shoot upwards, rolling around. And open your mouth, and you just kind of pry his mouth open. You see his eyes just go crazy trying to look at the source of that, and he tastes. And you take one of your little vials and open it up, and kind of dab a finger at it and put it on his tongue, and he just shrivels. He tastes feeling. See, I gotta chart out what everything is, and then, then we just see how things work. Piggy, the pesh. And, uh, <laughs> the lizard just kind of patters across the table towards the little pesh pouch that you found and drags it over. And then you do stuff like this when his senses are all kind of screwed up and you learn lots of stuff all at once. And uh, Nelson just kind of nods. Okay, I, I see how that could make sense. But what about the last guy? You're just like, oh, I got bored. <laughs> Will you... Do you sounded like you were making pretty good progress with him. Yeah, I was, but then I got bored. He just stopped responding to things. I guess your brain just shuts down after a point. I don't know. And uh, you pick up the little pouch and I go open wide and just stick some pesh on the inside of his lip. And he starts screaming. And then you rush back to this booth in two folded leaves. And Mellison's like, contorted up. Honestly, I like, don't see a difference. Twitching almost a little bit, trying still to keep her eyes open to look at you. And you see like a bead of blood 
running down out of her nose. And then, ah! Ah, that's something, at least. Oh. Oh, sorry, that was, that was more intensive than I hoped it would be. I don't know exactly what's happened to you, but your mind is, is sealed. It's, it's fighting back against me. I, Edelman, we were very close to something. I need your help. We have to finish what we started, please. I can't figure this out by myself. Okay. Okay. And that is where we're going to end today's session. Oh my gosh! That is where we're going to stop it. For now. Will you return oh, no. next week for a new episode of Strange Aeons? You're a mad scientist. Oh yeah, we already knew this. Meanwhile, the blacksmith is kind of sitting there. Waiting. Yeah. His tray. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're just sitting outside, grumpily awaiting whoever will arrive, you see. A figure approach you from the road. Another thing for next week. All sorts of fun stuff happening here. Oh, it's, my it's, it's Thrushmore. <laughs> Thrushmore is a great oh and magical place. And interacting with a bunch of people we don't know that do know us. Interesting. Sure is interesting storytelling, isn't it? Thank you for joining us, everyone. Thank you all for being here. If you want some more Pathfinder 2nd Edition, you don't have to wait until next Saturday because Monday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern, it starts like an hour later. This is ending right now. If you're watching it live, Sully is staring into the void <laughs> over there. She's going to be over here. I will. Telling us horrible stories and I making will. us feel feelings <laughs> with malevolence. I will do that. Continuing on the adventure of the Numida family trying to unravel the way worse story of a different family <laughs> who just had a great time and lived happily ever after probably is what happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, totally. 100%. And then, of course. Right and nothing bad ever happened to them one time. Not Next even once. Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern. We'll be right back here with another episode of season two. Strange House. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. <laughs> and good night, everybody. Stay safe.